right, welcome. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. Do days have any meaning anymore? I don't know. Uh, but welcome to the Keeg Live, uh, the Keeg show uh, where we talk about geek topics, a different geek topic every week. This week, we are talking about Pokemon. I was going to make you guys guess, but it's pretty <laughs> obvious given the background, given the display, given the fact that we're, uh, which way? It says Pokemon just literally right up there. Yep. Uh, we're talking Pokemon today. Uh, MadGust02 says, yo, sup, y'all? So I just wanted to do a shout out to MadGust02. Uh, that's a mad gust out there. It's getting windy. Uh, who am I? Uh, if you are wondering, I'm the host of The Keeg. My name is Dimitri. I'm your host. And I can't talk Pokemon alone. That's why I've brought to you guys two awesome Pokemon-related guests. First, uh, we got uh, Pokemon champion himself, uh, Justin Pla. You may know him as Holy Euphoria. Justin, how you doing, man? Doing fantastic, Dimitri. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Yeah, uh, uh, you you've been you've been doing Pokemon for a while. I I mean, we all have. Uh, but uh, I heard from a bird that uh, uh, you've won a couple championships yourself, right? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I've uh, been in the uh, scene for a few decades now. I might not look as old as I am, but uh, yeah, you know, I've, I've got a few battles underneath my belt. All right. Man, you're the real-life Ash. You're the real-life Ash. And that's cool. Uh, I'd ra I don't know who I'd rather be. I'm still figuring that out. I mean, in real life, I'm Brock, but not because of uh, anything other than uh, he's He's just an idiot that likes girls. Uh, that's pretty much me. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, Justin. Uh, glad to have the Pokemon champion around. Uh, and uh, we also have YouTube sensation, uh, musician, uh, Pokemon uh, enthusiast, uh, Il Nej. Il hey, Nej. how's it going, man? <laughs> I, uh, I, had to, uh, I had to rethink. Oh, yeah, how's it pronounced? I, I never took French uh mm -hmm. in high school so uh, it's the worst name i know <laughs> uh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna judge your name um i'm not gonna i'm not gonna judge you for that uh you do you i mean you you do amazing videos online uh for those of you guys who got to watch that intro uh countdown uh uh that bulbasaur song was yours uh also had that uh detective pikachu pokey rap that i put on there mm -hmm. um all good stuff your Scyther one, I really wanted to put on because I really like your Scyther one. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, uh, it was cool. Um, but I'm glad that I have both of you guys on this show because uh, we're going to get down to the nitty gritty, you know. Uh, Pokemon's been around for, uh, to me, it seems 100 years. At the same time, it seems like it just came out yesterday, you know what I mean? Right. Like right. The, the year 2000. The year 2000 was, what, a couple years ago? Like, yeah, oh, it was no. like it was t the year two thousand was ten years ago, right? And the the eighties were twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, we're old as fuck. And uh, yes, uh, we can say uh, we can say fuck. Um, oh, wait, wait, let me uh, just, just do so it. You know. I've you been unleashed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there was like a mature warning for when you like mm -hmm. log on to view this video, to view this live stream. So. Um, Technically, we can say whatever we want, but please, no nudity. 
Um, in the so I shouldn't go reach for my saucy Gardevoir body pillow at this moment, then. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Unfortunate. Uh, yeah, the only Pokeballs you should be showing are uh, actual Pokemon-related Pokeballs. There we go. Right. <laughs> yeah, just Justin has uh, two of his Pokeballs on camera. Uh, there they are. Don't don't tell Twitch though. Don't tell Twitch. Um, <laughs> man, we are all of that around that age where it was like that Pokemon phenomenon was so huge. I had to, I, I knew roughly when it happened, uh, uh, but then I, I double checked. 1998 was when it hit big. Uh, I mean, it hit Japan in '96, right? But uh, I believe so. Did any yes. of you guys know? Did any of you guys know about Pokemon before it came out? No, not before the Game Boy commercials started running. Okay. Uh, the, the earliest memories I've had of Pokemon were the shows, uh, you know, airing okay. locally here at, at like 6.30 a.m. And it was something that was kind of underneath the radar that would come on right before like Sailor Moon or, or right yeah. after. Like, yeah, it was on like UPN's like morning block. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, that was crazy because, yeah, I remember when it was on UPN 13 and then because that's where they put the anime that they're not sure if it's going to do well, right? Like, they first right. start off. I'm sure they have a deal. Uh, UPN 13 had a deal where they would bring that in and bring it, you know, Sailor Moon was on UPN 13, whatever. So it's like, right. okay. Uh, and then Kids WB picked it up, and, I mean, the rest is history. Um, mm -hmm. What were you guys... Uh, tell me again, what what uh, was your first introduction to Pokemon? It was the cartoon? Uh so for me, it was the cartoon, and then shortly after that, uh, I was introduced to my first Pokemon card. Uh, I was blessed enough to have a fellow classmate give me my first Pokemon, which was a Pidgey. And I remember that that memory distinctively. I remember being so excited and, and so overwhelmed. And then that following uh, year, uh, my, 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 for my birthday, um, my cousins and a bunch of my uh, friends, they gifted me with a bunch of packs of Pokemon cards. And that really, you know, kind of, started fueling my hunger for Pokemon. Eventually, I got to a point where uh, I was uh, so addicted to Pokemon, I would save my lunch money so I can buy the Game Boy Color game. <laughs> oh, is that how, that's how you did it? You saved yeah. your lunch? That's a lot of lunches. Yeah. What, I mean, were, were your parents giving you like, they, like 20, they were giving, 20 bucks they for know, a lunch? They they <laughs> I, I, would just, I, would, I would bring some food with me and I would just take my, my $5 every day you know, in a month, I think I had, I think it was like 34 bucks or something yeah. like that. So I, at the end of the month, my parents were like, where'd you get all this money? And then I, once I told them, they're like, okay, don't do that ever again. Whatever, when you're good or you, do, you know, work around the house. Do I don't need work. food, mother. I only need Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon shall be my sustenance. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Wait, they got eggs. They got ice cream. They got a... Uh, other yeah. food-based ones, I don't know. I, I you just need right? That, that paper, it's <laughs> edible. Yeah, it's carbs. It's all carbs. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Garrett. Uh, well, Il Nej, aka Garrett. Garrett. Um, <laughs> uh, what was your first introduction to Pokemon? It was technically the guy who sat next to me in third grade. He had a Nintendo Power subscription, and for a while, they would include these mini mags that were comic versions of the TV episodes. Okay, so yeah. I'd just be lurking over his shoulder. I'm like, what's with the speed racer looking kid with the ball? Like, what's going on here? And yeah. then I then he's like, 
UPN 13, 7 a.m. Just check it out. You'll, you'll, you'll get it. And so the first episode I ever saw was the Island of Giant Pokemon, I think. Okay. Yeah, and so, yeah, it started with the show, then an eventually similar story to Justin, got the Game Boy. Uh, oh, no, I saved up all my money for a Game Boy in one game, go to Toys R Us, come to find that Pokemon Red was too expensive. Oh. So I had to, I got a Game Boy and Game & Watch Gallery too. But then, you know, <laughs> months later, I'd saved up enough again, got Pokemon Red, and from there, the rest is, uh, the rest is history. Yeah. Um, who would have thought that, like, back in 98, that we'd still be talking about Pokemon to this day, right? Right. Uh, well, it's an interesting fact, just to throw out there, it's the number one franchise and growing franchise today, outgrossing Star Wars and all, all the other big franchises you can think of. I just mean, I can, I can imagine it. I mean, uh, there's been, like, a, a bajillion uh, movies for Pokemon and sure like the it maybe like the later ones didn't hit as big as the first two. Oh, I mean the mm -hmm. first two were huge. Um oh even the third one I felt like was really uh like was the oh, third, third one's one? the best one. Is it really? Well it's it's the last one that they put for wide release in theaters, but um right. yeah and but it it underperformed compared to one and two. But uh yeah. yeah like third one for the longest time, third one, in my opinion, was like the best one. But then movie twenty one came around, and that's like its stiffest competition, I think. What? Which one's I movie twenty one? Uh, the Power of Us. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. See, I, nope. I, I'm only oh, as plugged in as I can be. Like, I, I don't know. I right. do the best I can. Um. I. But I think it's it, uh, available on Netflix. So if you ever get the opportunity to watch it, is Power mm -hmm. of One? Which one's Power of One? That's not. The that's two thousand. Oh, yeah. the yeah. The new movies are in like movies twenty and twenty one are in a new kind of rebooted continuity. So number twenty was called "I Choose You," and okay, it sort yeah. of recaps the events of the first season, but slightly different. And then movie okay. twenty one has Lugia in it briefly. So they called it "Power of Us" as like a riff on "Power of One." Oh, okay. Um, let's. I mean, uh, who? There's so much to go over. Uh, right. the Pokemon <laughs> phenomenon ninety eight. I. I think my first uh, thing was uh, a friend had the, the, the um, what's it called? The Nintendo, maybe it's the Nintendo Power Guide mm -hmm. to Red and Blue. So yep. I remember like going through, uh, going through all of them, skimming through being like, oh, you know, what's this, what's this? Uh, and then I got into the cartoon and the cards. Um, but like back then, like I didn't have the game. So if, like, I don't think I knew all 150 Pokemon, uh, you know? Um, and luckily, uh, well, we got uh, we got Darth Drader 2 in the comments. Which movie came with the free Mew card? The ancient Mew one was the Lugia one. It was Pokemon That was 2000, 2000 yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, that one I saw in theaters. I didn't see the original Pokemon movie in theaters. Um, oh, so what was I saying? So I have, a, I have a younger sister. She's four years younger than me. So we collected pokemon cards together technically the oh. first card that we got was a card that she got from a friend and it was like just a uh like a it was probably like a rattata or a weedle or, or something yeah uh and uh uh, uh darth Drader is saying gotta study your pokedex bro uh he's <laughs> on me um so uh so luckily like we could pool together our own gifts you know what i mean like if my our parents were like uh, uh, okay, you get one booster pack, you get one booster pack. Okay, cool. Now we have two booster packs that we share, right? And so, 
uh, that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I didn't have red and blue growing up. Uh, mm. I waited and then gold and silver came out and I got gold and blue myself. Uh, mm. No, I mean, I starting with Gen Two is actually kind of myself. better than just. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, gold, yeah. That's a, that's a I got on. gold and then I blew myself. No, gold and, <laughs> and blue. <laughs> okay, uh, Tobias. What, yeah. Uh, what What were you gonna say? Uh, what are you guys gonna say? Something? Like if you're if you started with Gen Two, that's honestly a you skipped so much BS. Like people have such fond memories of gen one because when you're that young, you, you can tolerate so much garbage game design. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as far as games, I started at gold, but, uh, I mean, I did play the cards. I did. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't play it to the extent of Justin over here. Uh, but like, uh, uh, I always wanted to go to a tournament, but like my parents were like, eh, like it's enough. Like just stay at home and, Right. Your cards and that like that's, a, that's you know? one thing i feel very fortunate for because yeah I, I, pokemon got a lot of bad backlash when it was first introduced i think a few years after the phenomenon started blowing up you know you had uh a lot of like uh right-wing christians trying to you know denounce it saying that it's gonna it's the devil it's the turn yeah basically the devil <laughs> yeah. yeah and the whole idea of evolution and it was just it was just off the charts i <laughs> i had pretty uh rational parents who uh and supportive more than anything that yeah. would take me to you know uh, more than once a week uh to different locations at the official pokemon training card game uh pokemon league so they would have these at like your you know local toys rest i think they still actually have it going on to this date mm. uh and then yeah so I, I stuck with that for a few years i started comp uh, competing i guess on like a an amateur level within that the within those territories and then I ended up uh, going to the uh, Super Trainer Showdown, which was the uh, first big uh, competition slash uh, convention for Pokemon. And that was um, that was a very memorable event. Got a lot of cards from that. <laughs> Man, you nice. are so you are so lucky. I I, uh, I mean, I was I, I was lucky. I'm not I'm not downplaying my own childhood here. But like you got to go to those tournaments. You got to do all that stuff. That's like awesome. Um, I always wanted to go, but, uh, uh, yeah, never, never did. Did you go Garrett? I never learned how to play the game as a kid. Um, I collected the cards, but I just liked looking at them. Yeah. It wasn't until uh, uh, co college is when I finally learned how to play the game and I was not really? good at it. I, uh, I, I played street rules where essentially <laughs> like it was so simplified where it was like, there's no energy costs in street right. rules yeah. where it's like, but that's the whole point, right? You have to save up your energy and then yeah. do like Charizard's what Fire Blast? Is that his? Yeah, his pretty one? much. Uh, Cost of four uh, it, energy it's like, cards. Yeah, four red. And you have right? to burn one too, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to burn your your college savings to buy the buy the Charizard, right? Yep. Oh, oh, uh, or my my parents' money. <laughs> I don't think they ever had a college savings. All Where is your gem mint in the plastic case Charizard card, man? <laughs> Dude. Hold on to this now. So when you're 20, <laughs> you can sell it and then go to college. <laughs> yeah, it, I, I can just the the sheer the sheer lunacy of the cards and the collecting. Um, B Clary's in the comments says, "Did anyone else deal with their schools cracking down on Pokemon card trading winning at that time? Did you guys have oh. that at school?" Mm -hmm. 
So that was a big thing, but my school, we had all these weird phenomena. Like every week it was something new. I remember uh, yo-yos were really yo-yos, and, and they just confiscated all those. When then the <laughs> cards came out, all those. And then as I got older, you know, in middle school, we started uh, gambling and paying uh, dollars. And then that got bad. <laughs> oh, shit. So we're always going to find a way to just, you know, have fun. <laughs> I thought yeah. I thought you were gonna say we started gambling like Yu-Gi-Oh! Battle City rules, like you have to put up your rarest card in your deck if you lose. I, I, I've actually I've actually played that way. So where you place your you you play six cards for your prize pool, and you you play for those for those cards. Oh no! I've done I've done that before. And, oh and man! I, I forgot. And then there's times where I haven't. But. <laughs> uh, did you did you guys? Well, what, what's interesting about Pokemon is that. Like it was at the at the beginning dawn of the internet, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so, like, I remember researching what booster packs come out, or like, not what booster packs, what like different decks came out. Because the original ones, there was like there was a starter deck that came out with like Machamp, the I Machamp one, that. yeah, yes. <laughs> and then there was a couple ones for different expansions. Um, that had like different ho- like each deck had the holograph. It was like card. the Gyarados deck. I remember that one, and yeah. um, that's the only so one I remember. There was a there was a Kangaskhan one for the Safari. Oh, that's right. expansion or whatever mm-hmm. it was called. I remember that. That being said, I didn't understand the concept of like how to figure out the rarity. Like for mm-hmm. example, this is just a little side story about how I got swindled. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Nats, if, if she's watching my, if my sister's watching, uh, she'll know this story basically. Um, so if you got a holographic card in a booster pack, technically it's rare, right? I mean, you get one per pack, but the specific one is rare. Um, but the, like a Machamp would not be rare because you know what you're getting because you buy the starter pack, right? So like, mm-hmm. right. if you know what you're getting as far as a holographic card, it's not technically a rare holographic. So Kangaskhan, Gyarados, Machamp, those type of ones. Um, what's rare is like a Chansey where it's like a holographic, yes, was- but like, right. Here's the problem. I got swindled because, oh, uh, the number in the bottom left-hand corner the lower the number, the rarer it is, kind of. Like, it has, like, the holographic cards are, like, 1 through 20, and then, mm-hmm. like, the uncommons are, like, from that point on. So you yeah, Like, Alakazam was, like, number one, Charizard was number three, I think Chansey right. was four. Well, because it's alphabetical by, hol- like, by level. So Alakazam, yep. I think, is number one. Um, and so, I traded a chancy for a kangaskhan <sighs> there was because the kid next door uh lied essentially lied to me saying that the kangaskhan had a higher number and it was like a weird thing and i fucked up and uh i traded a kangas uh traded a chancy for a kangaskhan so now i have a kangaskhan in my binder but no chancy and that was my sister's card and I'm oh, sorry. Man. she got that from a friend or from a booster pack or something. And uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Nats. Uh, so, I was going to say, imagine having your whole collection, right? That you built yeah. for years. And then you're yeah. young. And like, I don't know, I was like, dumb 10 year old. And me and my cousin were like, 
well, let's put all the cards together right now and let's like play and build our own decks. And then we end up forgetting who's half what and who have what. And yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we, we both did, I think, did our best because we were both just both naive without even thinking. Yeah. And we put our best to try to split up the cards as evenly and fairly as hey, possible. Maybe, maybe you did your best. Come to find out years later, your cousin was pulling the long con on you. Right, right. <laughs> we go get him. I, um, I, I also, I mean, just being a dumb kid, it's like there's so much like dumb shit that you do. Like for me, if I, I think like my first like 20 cards, uh, when I got like new cards, I was like, I want to know which of these cards were like my first 20. So I folded the corners of each of those 20 cards. Oh my God. Cause I was like, I, I want, I want to know like which ones I started off with. Um, uh, so dumb, so dumb. Oh man. I, my biggest, uh, I remember someone at some summer camp where I took my cards with me every day for some reason. At some point during that, my Kangaskhan was stolen from my binder. I never found out who took it, but the dumbest, the most I ever let myself get taken advantage of was I had two hollow scythers. One was the first edition. That was my first ever like booster pack hollow. Still, I still have that. Don't worry. Eventually though, I, I had just a plain, not first edition hollow scyther. I didn't have pincer in my collection. So I, I meet a kid who does have pincer. Pincer doesn't even come in holographic back then. So like, yo, your pincer's first edition. I'll give you this scyther that's not first edition. And that's like the trade, right? He's like, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. I'll do that trade, dumbass, was the subtext, but. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe how many kids are just ill in, well, I mean, I, I can't imagine. They're kids. Like yeah. kids should not be collecting because things will lose their value. They'll lose things. They get swindled. It's crazy. I, I found out my little, my cousin who's seven years old, he's into the cards right now. And his mom is like talking to me about like, yeah, he just gives his rare cards away to his friends. He just does that. That's. Kids are sweet though. You know, and that, yeah, that's, that's sweet. Like, of kids right there. Right. It's like, they're just, they just want like everyone to be able to enjoy whatever they're into. And yeah. they want joy too. Like that's the thing. When I was younger, I was like, I think my parents actually got, uh, you know took me to the Pokemon leagues because I'd sit there bugging my parents, like, so this is how you play, and this card does this, blah blah blah. So like, you know, kids are just, they're just, they just, they just want everyone, to, you know, to be able oh, to totally. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, it ends up, and not even ends up. Yeah, luckily it's usually like, because now there's so many tiers of rare cards now, because now beyond the foil, now there's like the GX and the GMAX and whatever. So I think the ones he's giving away are just the regular tier foil cards. So at least he's not giving away anything worth like 60 bucks. Yeah, well, and hopefully, hopefully <laughs> you know, his parents are, I got educated him a little bit about those aspects of collecting. Because I was fortunate enough at one point, my dad, who, who collects vintage clothing, you know, like he'll go spend thousands of dollars on like a full set and he's into flipping and all that. So he, I think saw me kind of latching on to Pokemon and encouraged that because he's like, yeah, these things are probably going to be worth a lot of money when you're, when you're 20 or 30 or whatever. Some of them are, are, uh, are they, are they worth, are they worth money now? There's a few that are worth like, uh, like a quarter, uh, of, uh, I want to say like 25 K. Oh, like there's they're they're really high up there. Some of them are really high up there. You really need to find the ones that are in pre, uh, gem mint. They're in the cases. Shadow yeah. shadowless. There's like misprints, stuff like that. Like that's the mm -hmm. key. And then if you yeah. get them appraised, that adds the value to them. You know, yeah. exponentially goes up. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Um, we got we got a couple comments. 
Uh, Darth Drader says uh, uh, he thinks it may be the first website he ever visited. And that makes Pokemon. sense. Pokemon.com like probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Mad Gus 2 says, uh, me and my friends used to make up rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. it's like you're a kid and you don't want to bother learning the yeah. game. You want to have them. They look cool. Play around with it. Okay. Um, Darth Drader 2 says, love the shirts, guys. So, all right. <laughs> uh, Mad Gus 2 says, Charizard was the Holy Grail. And it was. Then, uh, right. right. B. B. Clary's says, it's funny that these days kids just watch on YouTube unboxing videos instead of having to buy and open random <laughs> items themselves. But then games are also littered with loot boxes now, too. It's oh, like, yeah. It's tapping into the lizard brain, you know, the part of the brain that loves, you know, that people love collecting things, yeah. you know, and hoarding mm-hmm. things. I oh, mean, no, like, you, if you watch the YouTuber, uh, Lanhart's the one I've always seen when I get into the, he just, he mostly just does pack openings, and he just has this really charismatic Markiplier-style voice. It's like, all right, everybody, so I spent $200 to get this box of vintage Gen 1 cards, and I'm just going to sit here and open them, and maybe if we're lucky, we'll get ourselves a Charizard. And that can just be an afternoon, like, once a year, that's my afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I love opening things. I, I just, yeah. <laughs> and I and I love once I open it, then I display it. So, like, with my cards, it was like, you open it, you look through it, and then I, I organize my cards by Pokemon number. Like, Same. not yeah. card number, but, like, first is Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. And I was like, I was like, how many Bulbasaurs are there? Because some of them have doubles, depending on the expansion, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them have, right. like, a... Because there was the original, there was the Safari, and there was Fossil, right? Yeah. I think and they came out with the base, it was like a reboot of... Oh, yeah, uh, base two was like the condensed basic and jungle into one set, I think. Jungle, that's what it was called, jungle. Mm-hmm. I remember the yeah. icon. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, like I bio- organized that. Flower. What'd you say? So, excuse me, it looked like a bioplume uh, flower. That, it was the bioplume yeah. flower, yeah. 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 That's right. Um, so... At, like this phenomenon hit big. The movies came out. Were you guys really big in the in to the cartoon in the movies? Oh um, yeah. I mean, who wasn't? Oh, yeah. Like that hey, was crazy on. times. That that was such a, a big phenomenon. I think it really introduced a lot of people, a lot of kids my age, into anime. Actually, I was introduced to anime through uh, uh, you know Transformers, Robotech, and then later on Sailor Moon was really was really big for me. But Pokemon was I think that one that I just identified with so much. And uh, the movies, oh my God. My favorite, by the way, is Pokemon 2000. Lugia, he's my all-time favorite legendary. Yeah. Uh, I, that, that one was was so adventurous. I mean, the first one was obviously a tear-tricker, really got the emotions moving. But uh, number two was just so epic. And then being introduced to the, the second-gen Pokemon, what I really loved about the Pokemon uh, TV shows is that it had this allurement, right? Where the Pokemon world was such a mystery, you know? And like now, now you know, they've developed the lore and it's, it's pretty intense lore. I don't know if anyone yeah. knows the back lore, but it's almost very adult-driven. The world uh, was created by Arceus and then... <laughs> oh, <laughs> like that, the lore uh, yeah. preceded all that, right? And all that, anyways. Yep. But, um, so... Uh, I guess, I guess for me, yeah, it, it, Pokemon was really a big, uh, one of those staple shows and franchises that really influenced uh, my development as uh, as a human being. Like as as weird as that sounds, but the show, yeah. the show was so. Mm-hmm. I, 
I'm trying to think of like the real big, like, I don't know whether I can go super deep with the impact of um, Pokemon on my life or on my psyche. Uh, other than like, it introduced all these kids to gambling and collecting and like taking chances. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you pay that money for a booster pack and you don't know what you're going to get. And you could just, right. uh, you know, uh, do it. Dimitri, you're going to want to read the chat really quick. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so my, my sister in the chat says, my sister says, I signed on just to tell you, I haven't forgotten about my card. You lost. Yeah. Wow. Uh, uh, for Chansey. Okay. This oh, one's for Chansey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pour one out for for the chances. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, but we got a Kangaskhan, and we didn't have to buy that set. So I guess okay. Um, silver linings. Yeah. What's that? The silver, silver lining. lining. Yeah, got yeah. Um, uh, with gold and silver, let's talk gold and silver and Johto, right? Ooh. Um, the best. Best gen, second gen, best gen. Oh yeah, best, re best gen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I. That was the my first game, and I loved it, obviously. And then the fact you can go to Kanto, the original red and blue, uh, you know, area region, uh, after the game was over, and then play another game. It was two games in one, well, and then fight red at the end of all of it. Right. Yeah. And I don't know whether they've done anything quite at that level, you know, since. Well, you, you know what I think what makes those games so maybe nostalgic for us or even other people who play it, it's, it's a big staple. I mean, Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Yeah. It, it goes back into the uh, what I was saying where Pokemon had this allurement of mystery at the very beginning. I felt like it kind of lost uh, as, you know, as the, as, as the franchise progressed. Um, and, you know, it's, it's things like Unknown, right? Uh, yeah. And, and the Bruins of the Alps. You know, all, all these these things that Pokemon does to your psyche that makes you just so intrigued by it. Like, the uh, legendaries will randomly approach you, and if you don't have mean look, they're just going to run away immediately. And, 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 it's, and you have to figure this out, right? Like, it, it goes back into the, the whole idea of, like, you know, um, you know, Figure out how you're going to catch this Pokemon. You need to develop your own strategy. Okay, it's not as easy as bringing it down to a few HP points and sleeping it anymore. You know, oh, yeah. you got to you got to add a little bit. You're it, the game grew with. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, I thought and you just press down and B and just mash that really hard. I thought that's how you catch the Pokemon. <laughs> I, 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 everyone did that, right? I, I, I think I still do it to this day. <laughs> like, I because. Because talking about strategy, uh, because gold was my first game, I uh, I killed Pseudo Wudo right off the bat. Ah, uh, and guess guess who else I killed right off the bat? In hello, gold. no, Brad Gyarados. Yeah, Red Gyarados. No. <laughs> I I just I just obliterated him, and like back then I didn't know the strategy of you save before. You fight, right. and if you mess up, just start the game over. I didn't. Uh, I, I messed up. Also, I messed up on every legendary bird in in red for the same reason. I didn't oh, save really? before going to fight Articuno. Oh no! Oh, um, it just reminds me of uh, again another time I disappointed my sister. Um, was I was like I was like, hey, what we'll do is uh, uh, we will 
what did I say? I was like, to get all the starters, you, we'll start our games, we'll play our games, and then we will trade. You could trade the starter to me, and then um, I, I think I messed up. It was like trade the starter to me, but we wouldn't say like let's not save, and then when we restart the game, we'll have it. But the thing is, it makes you save uh, when you trade. Yep. And I think. I forget what happened. I, I messed up and I ended up restarting my sister's game. God. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. You, you're like telling her yourself. She probably forgot all about Brother this. of the yeah. of the year. <laughs> it's like your kids and like what are you gonna do? Like you don't you're right. trying to out you're trying to outsmart the system, but you're not that smart yet. You know? Oh, I traded my Venusaur my starter Venusaur. I traded that for a Mewtwo that sell like 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 a dumbass <laughs> oh yeah Mewtwo card was weak too huh oh no I'm, I'm talking about in the game like not oh. not in the card game no like I I wanted Mewtwo even though I was gonna get a Mewtwo at the end of the of my own oh, game but no. I traded my Venusaur for it oh no yeah okay uh that's horrible too <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh it's just these dumb things you do you guys okay do you guys remember the rumors when when red and blue were out um and the game was in full swing and the and the the cartoon and the card game where they were like okay you could find Mew underneath under the truck, the truck. right under the truck out, outside of uh was it was it Solodon? no it was uh five. vermilion city by the ssn right yeah you have to do like a thing and you do the thing and then they were like okay but there's also secret evolutions like charcoal you guys and Mew charcoal? three and Pika Blue. Oh, remember those those rumors? Oh my gosh, yeah. I forgot about them. charcoal. But they all stem from missing. Them. Do they? Is that like because well because like missing no was the missing number. I think they planned on introducing. I remember reading about this recently because there's that big leak with the beta leak. I don't know. Nintendo got like hacked, uh, and there, there was actually a second one I think more recently. But yeah, what I remember. Uh, reading was that yeah missino was just kind of like this leftover data there was an, an, a last place that was supposed to be mew mm -hmm. and uh, when they originally developed the game it wasn't available so they had this glitch because of it but then mew ended up becoming a distributable event pokemon from one mm -hmm. yeah right yeah, yeah you go to toys r us or something and they'd give it to you uh my or, sister or you'd buy a game shark <laughs> my sister or, yeah, says or Hack the game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The hack, the game shark. I was so happy though. I heard, I heard everyone it would crash with his games. And... Oh, it, it erased my game at least once. Yeah. <laughs> I I did mess up. Yeah, I did catch missing no, and mess up my game. Ooh. I did do that. Uh, my sister in the comments says WTF. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I told you. Uh, <laughs> you Point. It's all coming uh, back, isn't it, Nat? Yeah. Uh, and then Darth Drader, uh, uh, Darth Drader is her fiance. Uh, he says, oh. uh, "I was never able to get Mew in the blue version." Yeah, it's not had, too late, it man. Was a special. It was a special release of. Uh, you had to, yeah, you had to take your Game Boy to some Toys R Us, right, mm -hmm. or some Nintendo something or another, and then get Mew that way. Yeah, they, I think they link cable traded it to you. But I mean, you know, only a couple of years ago, people discovered that in blue without catching missing no or any of that, there's a completely legit glitch you can do to get Mew. Really? Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, like you have to like it's it you lose it's a uh, if you have triggered one NPC on the way to like Celadon City, I think, then it then you've missed the event. But 
The old man healer trainer, and as they're approaching you, you stop, you fly away, and then that glitch somehow results. There's like three other steps, I think, Whoa. but then you will appear. So there, I remember there's, it's old the first guy in Viridian City. Mm, oh, is that it? I, th I think so. I actually remember that. I, that. That was something I, I felt like has been around for even even back in the day. I felt like that was a rumor. I think it was maybe like in must have been in the last ten years. I feel like then that it really like finally got around though, because like. That must have been it then. There, there must have been an, that must have been the actual glitch that then all these other rumors started spilling up. Mm -hmm. But how, how well, do you I, find I, a glitch? How do you find a glitch naturally? Like who does that step by step? Like, and then understands what they're doing to the point where it can be replicated later. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you have to figure out, well, what did I do? And like when I was a kid, and even to this day for some weird reason, I'll just go and roam around the level. Like I'll just, just, just go and like you can't find glitches that way i mean i used to do qa testing and like that's literally all we did was just roam around push through walls jump do weird combinations and so it's just it's just I, people you know they it's a, it's a, that's what i think i love about video games the most is that you find all these hidden easter eggs that were never maybe intended and mm -hmm. it adds so such an in-depth or such more depth to it you know yeah, yeah. Do you guys do you guys remember that old rumor where you could catch the gym leaders? Do you ever? I remember that one vaguely. Yeah, yeah. You could catch humans. It was just this dumb rumor, and I remember people were like, "Yeah, you could catch Misty, and one of her moves is Flash." <laughs> that sound that sounds like an April Fool's joke in one of like the many unofficial Pokemon magazines or whatever. Where like in yeah. the next page they're telling you like, "And here's the current like value of you know, Alkazam from the yeah. Team Rocket expansion." Speaking of, I wanted to show this. I have my original gold and silver. Oh, dude. And like, it went through everything, like all the walkthroughs and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then like, just. That art is so evocative. It is. Can we talk about the art though? Like, the old watercolor um, official art is so cool. Oh, that right there. Yeah. I mean, I remember, it. dude, people, people went off their rockers when like, like Meryl was introduced, who was like Pika Blue, you know, Pika like Blue. Blue. There must be a Pika yeah. Green. Well, th yeah. that was a rumor from from Gen One for a long time. They were like, "Oh yeah, there's another Pikachu out there that you can get." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, what it? What's this guy's name? Hop uh, Hop 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 yeah. Uh, I got. I had gone to Japan when I was uh, around, like right before Gold and Silver came out. I went to the Japanese airport because I was flying through, and I got a Japanese huh. pack. And that was one of my cards. I remember that. Uh, that was the one. Even though I couldn't the read Neo, it. The yeah, same with um, same with Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, because the Japanese packs would always come out ahead of when Wizards would like um localize them over here. So buying yeah. those, it's like, oh, what what is this Onyx? But it's made of metal and like has big old teeth. <laughs> oh yeah, us. Uh, I used to go to swap meets and find those with my dad. Like mm -hmm. uh, the the the, um, the Super Bowl, or the Rose Bowl. I'm sorry, the Rose Bowl is like I guess. America's largest swap meet, and so they. I had no idea about that. Players, the one no, in Pasadena, or is yeah. there another Rose Bowl? Oh, geez. At, at the Rose Bowl, it's the second Sunday of every month. I don't know if they're still doing it because of COVID. Well, yeah, um, right. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was a, a huge thing. I, I'd go to with my dad every month, and I remember, like, I I went nuts when I saw those neo neo packs. I mean, they're all in Japanese. I didn't know what I was looking at. But yeah. I, and like me and my friends were just. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would always go to Frank and Sons in City of Industry. That was my uh, that was my main spot. 
I don't know where I got my cards from. There used to be there used to be a place that did it for fairly cheap called like Brainstorm or Brain. Oh, Bra- Brainy Zany. What is it? Brainy Zany. That's what it was. Yeah. I used to go there for um for uh, a Pokemon League. I was one of the spots. Uh, I was okay. uh, in Orange County in, in Bray, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the Costa Mesa one or Alyssa Vieira oh, one yes, because have a Costa Mesa. yeah, yeah. Or there was a there was the Wizards of the Coast store at the Block of Orange. I oh. remember that. <sighs> what was that store Girl, like? I never I've never been there. That was all just trading cards, and I get I guess probably some D and D stuff, but it was remember mostly Magic the Gathering and Pokemon, Magic. I guess. Oh awesome. yeah. yeah, for a while because leading up to when the golden when um the uh Neo was that the uh, name of the gold and silver expansion? So leading Neo. up to that, yeah, if you bought any pack, you just get a free promo Meryl card with it. So I'd keep going back. I gotta farm those Merrells. It's all about those Meryl. I gotta have Merrells the best Pokemon. I I need it. <laughs> Meryl is a good design, by the way. It is like Meryl is a re- like. There's a bubble on the tail. A bubble on the tail, mm-hmm. and it sits on the bubble. <laughs> Is that what yeah. it does? <laughs> uh, that's the baby for Azrael. Yeah, yeah, that's Azrael. So, yeah. Okay. Um, what were you gonna say, Justin? They lose their, have lost their appeal since Gen Two. You know, there, there used to be very detailed and and very lifelike. I felt they they completely obscure as the as the, the generations have gone on. The, the naturalistic vibe has kind of gone away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess they can do whatever the heck they want because Pokemon mm-hmm. are aliens now. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh do you guys okay so there's always the um there's always the criticism of like new pokemon right but then people are very quick to say like uh if you look at the original 151 like there's a rat okay <laughs> it's a purple another, rat no there's another rat okay <laughs> some you know eggs I mean? like, the best the, pokemon some yeah, eggs <laughs> some eggs there's muck and grimer which are just slot it's just whatever like <laughs> they're suggestively things <laughs> they're gen one trubbish <laughs> yeah it's like uh it's like pokemon has always had a mix of like really inspired like amazing designs and then they're like oh uh okay we got we got a mouse let's do something <laughs> with a mouse like there's a computer mouse that's electric <laughs> metal like, you know what? Yeah. That's that's honestly sounds like a new Rotom form. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, did you guys ever watch Digimon? I don't want to go too far into Digimon. I just want to just touch on it. Oh yeah, like, where that's just like this guy's a gun. This Digimon's literally a gun. <laughs> I love Digimon though. I mean, Digimon I, was the, the the TV show. Obviously, was a lot more in depth. It had an actual ongoing plot that had it. You know, and like and character you, development and stakes yeah. and <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Digimon is unique. Uh, Digimon, uh, fun fact, came out before Pokemon. A lot of people are like, oh, D- uh, Digimon's a ripoff of Pokemon, but no, Digitama, Tamagotchis, all that '94. Yep. I want to say. I, I yeah, with the Digitama thing, I I uh, I remember when the cartoon came out. Um, I watched the first episode the the day it came out of Digimon. And then I liked it, and I mean, I watched the first couple seasons of Digimon, uh, and but I remember some of my classmates being like, "It's a ripoff of Pokemon." And I'm like, right. "I'll be honest, I'll be honest, the Digimon cartoon is better than Pokemon cartoon." That's all I yeah, agree. Agree. It is the, the, the whole franchise as a TV show, like uh, Digimon Sabers, was really adult driven and very philosophical. Was it? 
it's all about God and Digimon season three was like dark as hell. Like, and the first two seasons were already like, like the amount of deaths they were willing to just roll by. But um, yeah, Digimon season three is when it got like real intense. Which one was season three? Uh, Tamers with uh, it was with uh, Takato and Henry, and they could fuse with the Digimon. And... I didn't like it. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I love Terrymon. He's my favorite Digimon. Yeah. Uh, I, Moment I, like... I I didn't like I didn't like Digimon when it um. When they were like, oh, yeah, the first two seasons are shows in this new continuity. So, like, that was odd. Based in our reality. That was like the idea. It's Mm -hmm. kind of break that fourth wall in a way. Yeah. Uh, But I I love the original cast and their expansion, you know, in Mm -hmm. seasons one and two. And they're, I think they're doing a reboot. There's a reboot cartoon. (laughs) Yeah, that, right? There's a new movie coming out that's being, the movie's already out, but they're dubbing it, and that's coming out soon i think before fall is when it's coming out and they, they even got the original uh, voices back oh okay oh because wow. i i, I just huge. bought i just bought the digimon try six collection and i haven't mm-hmm. gotten it yet but the digimon try have you heard of that yes yeah yeah so it's, it's, it's like a sequel to the original digimon movies right or is it just continue the whole season one and two i think it's, it's a retelling no, oh, it's, a continu- it's a continuation oh, oh, okay. of, of seasons one and two with them being slightly older, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Still hair a, just as a, big, though. Yeah, it's a six-movie <laughs> set. It's Because they came out like six movies in Japan. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't want to... I don't want to... Uh, 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 reroute this like thing it's like i'll i'll just change the uh little title to digimon just you underestimated how much digimon riffing we could do man Uh, there's one i want to notate maybe before we go that kind of still you know i guess segues back to pokemon was that the idea that digimon was so adult driven pokemon is very has a lot of adult themes i think people don't recognize i'm not talking about the tv show where you have james you know in drag but I'm talking right. about uh, the, the original comic books, right? The, the Pokemon Wars. And, yeah. You know, oh, well, like, yeah, the uh, the red and blue manga and the electric tale of Pikachu. Um, that had yeah. cursing in it. <laughs> yeah. And, and there was like, a, a, Pokemon died is very gory. Uh, and then from my understanding, even the Pokemon lore nowadays, it, it Pokemon basically are aliens that invaded our planet and really destroyed all of our, all, all the life, the species of animals that we knew it and they replaced that them all. Am, I, am i am i off on that from what I'm is that from the games or is that from one of the comics or is I that a like, theory I a game theory because <laughs> the game talked about there was uh, like a few thousand year wars and then it was through that war was when pokemon and humans started actually working together i think well because that is that the x and y where like that's where mega evolution comes from or something or maybe oh i i, I, th- I thought it came from in between between black and diamond and pearl, because that's actually where I kind of dropped off in the gaming. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah. I, well, I was going to ask like, when when game. you guys dropped off and when you guys got back into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it was Gen Three because uh, I think at that point I was you know in middle school. Therefore, I thought I was too mature for Pokemon. I needed something more adult, like Yu Gi Oh. So uh, I, I stopped playing the games. I would still watch the show occasionally on Cartoon Network, but uh, I didn't get back into it until college because they made Heart Gold Soul Silver for the DS, and that was such a nostalgia bomb. And I just, yeah, I've, I've been I've been playing the new games consistently since then. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Justin? 
So for me, it, uh, like I said, it, it, I, I actually picked up Black and I picked up uh, Diamond and Pearl. I picked up both of them because I, I was looking at GameStop while all this was happening and all these were put up. So I was like, okay, I'm going to buy them. I get a discount on it. I love Pokemon. But yeah. I just, I, I couldn't get into them. I don't know. I, like Again, it's like that mystery, mysterious factor, those, those little nuances that, that really kept you captivated, I felt like were kind of disappearing. Yeah. Um, but that's also when Pokemon was starting to become more competitive. And mm. I wasn't playing Pokemon the game that like that. Like the card games was very competitive on. EV training, IV training, egg Ooh, moves. I hate it. I hate it. I, I, I can't understand it. I don't, I, I think it just. It's, it, it's a lot. Yeah. If, if you don't have like the right resources and you don't have like like the, like the, the tools out there, there's different things. I mean, for the DS, there was these, you know, um, I mean, nowadays they make it so easier that like the newer games they're, they're made. They, for they've anything. acknowledged that the fans figured it out, and now they want to make it easy for everybody who doesn't have yeah. the time. <laughs> Which is yeah. nice. But when X and Y came out, it took me three months to develop the whole team, like just from grinding Pokemon eggs, trying to get the right move set, and then I also wanted to have some movie shinies. So. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, that was like when I was uh, I, I did very little. I started just doing basic EV training in um, X and Y, and on my path to the Alakazam I wanted, I hatched a shiny, but none of the stats I wanted yet. Oh, no. Same thing happened in Sun and Moon when I was trying to get a shiny Wimpod. The shiny showed up before I even had the stats figured out. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, now right. they you know, so it's like... What'd you say? Well, you have, and this is very controversial in, in uh, the Pokemon community right now. I, I guess it's not really. A lot of people accept it. Uh, some people can give them crap on it, but they're called genders. They're basically creating hack Pokemon, uh, generating them, right? Generation, generating them. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you can get any Mon that you want and with perfect specs, shiny. Uh, and then, uh, you know, if, even if you already have a Mon that you want, maybe want to convert to a male, female, or to a shiny form, the, there's software out there for, for that now. Yeah. And which is interesting. I think I, because I've talked to a few people about this. Some people will say, well, it's a great supply idea of, you know, creating this unique experience with your Pokemon and, and breeding it. But I'm like, but yeah, the whole process that they made into actually being there just became so well, hard. yeah because th there's no bonding <laughs> in the breeding process because you're discarding all the un uh, all the undesirables you know you're you're gushing the prologue of 300 at that point by the way i'm just taking that last thing you just said and oh lord <laughs> and putting it up out of context like breeding there's nothing desire what i, I uh, the undesirables grinding, grinding, breeding. Uh, grinding and breeding there's no connection <laughs> <laughs> you just throw away the undesirables buy, buy my book about how to get any woman you want grinding and breeding there's no connection i am very smart <laughs> Um, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, like I played Ruby or Sapphire, or I think I played Ruby and then I stopped cause I, I didn't want to buy a new Game Boy for like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so yeah. I was, it was like, the hardware lock, Game yeah. Boys, you know? And so, uh, and then I got back into it at, um, X and Y cause it was X and Y, Sun and Moon, Sword and Shield, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, Sun and Moon and then Ultra, which I, I, I really didn't get to see the point in it. I, like, I hated Ultra, Sun, and Moon. It was basically Sun and Moon Crystal. That's what it really was. It was, with like the, the new gimmicks. I don't know. But uh, what I really love about X and Y, because I, I think since Silver, X and Y, I think is my next favorite generation. That was that's Generation 6, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's my second favorite generation. For some reason, it got me back into that whole 
that the, the, the same thing going back to that whole like uh, um, level of mystery or uh, this, this, this something about Pokemon that just captivates you. And right. uh, I think it was, you know, uh, what is it, Yvaltal and uh, Xerneas. Xerneas, I think it was their lore. And then also um, the, uh, the Z one. My brain's. Oh, uh, Zygarde. Zygarde, thank you. Zygarde. Like, collect those Zygarde and going on that mission. I don't know, it, just, it just added, I felt like I was being thrown back into that same environment. But I also think maybe it's because it was such a big change in how they developed their graphics in UI too. It added mm-hmm. this new, this Pokemon was new for me all over again. It was, it was nice. Oh, like yeah. PSS, the, the player interaction system they had in X and Y, they haven't had anything as good since. Right. No, I, I, that was also a really good game, game mechanic. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, for anyone who's watching, uh, if you're loving the dialogue, if you're loving this stuff, please uh, feel free to follow. Uh, just click the link, follow below, you know, a little thing. Uh, some of you guys have accounts, which is great. Uh, give us a follow. Help us out. Uh, we'd really uh, love your support. Um, uh, now that we're talking about, like, later generations, let's talk about the next, the most recent, well, basically pretty much the second like coming of the pokemon wave which is pokemon go right um i know which i have open right now (laughs) i know justin has i i mean justin's crazy about pokemon go uh i want to hear garrett first and then we'll go into justin and and hear what he has to say garrett you're Uh, still playing yeah quarantine got me back into it uh nowhere near as hardcore um i used to work down in irvine and there was a whole like discord community of just the irvine pokemon go team like all right guys like this raid is going to be in the north section we're going to the the boomers or whatever um what whatever place um and yeah just on my lunch breaks we would just do these giant raid chains and getting shiny mewtwo's and all that garbage uh I eventually got burnt out on it, and I I kept spending too much money on the game. But uh, that's fair, yeah. <laughs> but I'm back I, into it now, kind of. Um, I got my the time. Oh right, <laughs> I got like I got my I got my three shiny Gastlys. However many weeks ago, the Gastly community came around. So yeah. Okay, I I remember when Pokemon Go first came out, and the best summation is that like this summer is the exact opposite of Pokemon Go, right? With corn. Right. It's no like, one's going outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the corn, game actually works. Yeah. Pokemon Go added a lot of stuff to it that came later. But Pokemon Go is all about like, go out into the world, meet new people, catch them all. And now quarantine's like, stay indoors. Don't talk to anyone and don't catch anything. Remote like, raid passes. <laughs> don't catch anything. Gosh dang it. Okay, so this is something I've been, and this is kind of a little off topic, but COVID has caused a lot of different businesses from big and small to pivot. And I, I think they're very most profound and creative ways. Like, I, I think without the pandemic, we wouldn't have so many great new features that Pokemon Go currently has that I think makes it a lot more engaging and like actually connects more people. So when the game came out right in 2016, uh, it was a big phenomenon, just to give a recap for people who don't remember. Uh, oh, man. People know, people were walking walk. around everywhere. They were at the Walking park. off of things. It was yeah. all of the news. <laughs> at the park late at night. You know what I mean? I, people, people were so nice, too. People were so oh, nice. 
that's the Pokemon community, though, I feel like, and especially the Pokemon Go community. I, I honestly, I've, I've never met, a, I've been part of a lot of different communities, especially gaming communities, and a lot of them tend to be very toxic. Pokemon can be every once in a while, but for the most part, great people, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. super chill like my, my old rating groups it's like oh hey it's it's tim again you, you got that you, you still okay cool yeah <laughs> and you meet some, you meet so many different people so what's really cool about pokemon go right is that at the beginning it was this big phenomenon all over again it was like 98 right that's that's what it felt like it was and, yeah and it didn't die out a lot of people were like oh what? people still play pokemon go it didn't die out still people still continue to play i uh will admit i did drop out uh but i was reintroduced to it last year um through, through my ex, that was like a, one thing that we kind of bonded over. And yeah. I, I got Wait, like- X or my- Y? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, there. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, uh, yeah. But anyways, it, I ended up uh, getting back into it and then getting a few of my other friends back into it. And that's because the game evolved so much in the last few years. You know how, yeah. you know, uh, you, because of the pandemic, you have remote rate passes. More uh, recently, uh, they introduced you know Team Rocket in the last year or so, and then now Team Rocket has their balloons where you can go and have battles come to you versus you having to go outside of your home, right? So they, okay. they do make it more accessible to other people, but at the same time, I'm going to uh, you know downtown my, uh, where I live at, and on Wednesday nights when we're doing the raid hour, everyone is out. It's like it's like 2016 all over again. Mm-hmm. I I remember when Pokemon Go first came out, it was not ready to come out. They'd they'd somehow underestimated how many people would be into a Pokemon mobile game. Like yeah. I don't understand how you underestimate that. There was well, glitches, I mean, there was problems. The MMO for so long. Like that's what people I think what people really want is an open world, free to go to whatever region you want, and like this is the mm-hmm. best thing that we get. Honestly, right now, Pokemon Go is my favorite uh, IP that they have out right now, just because I can catch literally all the mons. I'm not restricted as you are on the main console games. You have to wait for the new expansions to come out. And now they develop PvP, which, as you know, I'm really into competitive gaming. So mm-hmm. that whole aspect, the whole rank system. Oh, yeah. Uh, and now, <laughs> now yeah, they have their own local tournaments. So, you know, there's still Discord communities out there uh, based upon your city. I'm sure anyone can go and look it up and find people to play with. And that's what I really love about Pokemon. It's always been about connecting with people. And Pokemon Go is just so much more accessible. Yeah, uh, I, I, I just, I don't think I had such a good time as I've ever had when I played Pokemon Go. You know what I mean? Like Pokemon Go, those first two months. I mean, I burned myself out in like three months uh, at oh. most. But like, I burned myself out. Well, because I created a, a Facebook group that I then like had to moderate, and I still uh, have, uh, I still have the uh, Facebook group, but I've turned the notifications off. And I have I have a, a friend of mine that manages it as far as like mod like not moderating but like allowing people to enter the group and stuff. And now What's it's the- overrun with Brony fan art. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean we I take a look at it every so often and like I posted about this episode in that group, but like uh, I I I I, bur- I went too far. I was like I want to do everything and I have my hand in all these jars and uh, I burnt myself. You can. You can go to ham. Yeah. Me me and my friend, for the first two weeks it came out, we all work, mind you. We would be out till 4 a.m. every night. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks. I was never so tired in my entire life, but it was worth every moment. Yeah. I live live near a park. And I would, 
and I would con and I live across from Cal State Fullerton. And I would look at my phone and look at Cal State Fullerton, look at the park and be like, oh, like there's some crazy shit going on. There's like, what's the flower petal? What the was lures, like, yeah. All the yeah. lures are up. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to just go there. And it was like two or three in the morning where I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go on campus and just like walk around and see what there was. Well, And like restaurants that were like bars and stuff that were near a poke stop, they would have that on their little chalk signs out front. Like we have a stop near us and yeah. get a couple of rounds. And, yeah. That's a huge thing. Like I only go to bootleggers and uh, brewery in Fullerton because there's a poke stop on it. And <laughs> oh, here's, an, here's another cool feature. They make poke stops, the range on them longer. Oh, so oh, okay. that's right. You can kind of stick your social distancing. So now yeah. that place has three that you can hit. And so I just throw up blurs and then I'll just sip on the beer. And I just, I, I love how it just, I can play Pokemon anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, I, oh, what were you going to say, Garrett? Oh, that, that same year was when me and my, my, my girlfriend had started dating and where she was living at the time, there was a park right across the way and it had all these Machops and Eevees and I, I never see Machops anywhere. Right. So she would joke like, are you only dating me for the park full of Machops? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which to uh, be fair, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, you got, look, you got to, like, if you want to be the best, you know, <laughs> like no one ever was, uh, you got to. Pokemon Go and dating, a new guide by, <laughs> by Dimitri yeah. Perra. <laughs> uh, uh, Buy you, my book. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, you jogged something in my head, right? So, like, I don't know if anyone noticed this, but they haven't really used the catchphrase, gotta catch them all. And mm -hmm. I noticed as the, the generations are evolving with the TV show and Pokemon Go and the Let's Go games, they're kind of rebranding Pokemon right now. And it's mm -hmm. happening before our eyes. It's very subtle, but now that the catchphrase I've noticed is Let's Go. So I'm really interested to see where the future of Pokemon is going to go. I think it's going to be a lot more like mobile aspect based, whether it's going to be like mobile gaming or I, I don't know. I, I, this is, that's just me kind yeah. of maybe. I reading. mean like the, the one place where you might be restricted from where you could go with it is the switch, but that's a mobile console anyway. So yeah. yeah, yeah like And, and so it's, it's interesting to see what they can end up doing more with the switch because the switch has all kinds of really cool capabilities. Switch mm -hmm. is such a versatile. The yep. Switch is amazing. The Switch is like my favorite console that I've ever had, I think. I haven't been I, this stoked on a console since the GameCube. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, well, since, yeah, 100%. I agree with yeah. that. Um, what was I? I was going to say... Uh, uh, I was going to say... So, oh, Gotta Catch Them All, probably because they don't release all the Pokemon ever. You know what I that mean? That was when I you learned how... catch them all. With, especially with Sword and Shield and a Dexit, as people were calling it, because the Dex was like so restricted. Uh, like yeah. every for a while, every day on the Pokemon subreddit, which I've learned to stop going to, it's just I I'm sorry. The catchphrase I thought was "gotta catch them all," not catch some of them, and something right. something my childhood, yada yada yada. But yeah, yeah. I wonder if that, if like that that's why they're having this whole like rebranding movement is because the older generation is getting all sour. Could be. Well, I guess the um, Gotta Catch Em All was actually a translation of, like, in Japan, the catchphrase was just get Pokemon. <laughs> well, I mean, Pokemon is all about collecting, right? It was inspired yeah. by Satoshi, right? So the, the creator of Pokemon Satoshi was his last name? Uh, Tajiri, but I think it was, um, yeah, it was uh, collecting bugs and making them fight, right? 
it was off his love of, of doing that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's absent to that part of the brain as humans, we just love collecting things. That's why it's so impactful and so powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I think the new catchphrase, uh, you know, that that's with the times is uh, only grab them if you get their consent. <laughs> Enthusiastic consent. That's like the like you gotta you yeah. gotta throw that in there. Yeah. Uh, verbal enthusiastic Back consent. On, on it and <laughs> and like, all, wear wear but, a rubber. Wear a rubber. It, don't catch anything. Well, because the rubber gloves, like you know, make it so you won't get shocked by Pikachu. But right, right. <laughs> but like, if he's just saying Pika P, how do you know if that's yes or no? Uh oh yeah. Let's get uh, the messed up. With Pokemon, right, is is that you're taking Pokemon or you're taking animals and then forcing them to fight each other? But yeah. they love doing it. It's in their nature. That's what we've learned through through the, through the game. And they're whatnot. actually um with the X and Y anime because like you know most of Ash's Pokemon from you know the original show like he he just caught that Pidgeotto like the old fashioned way like hey I want that doesn't he doesn't have a say in this but in X and Y I think a lot of the in most cases, the Pokemon were choosing him because even his Halucha, he, he just kept saying to the Halucha, do you want to come with me? I think you're awesome. But not if you don't want to, but hey, if you want to, I think you're awesome. I mean, if you don't want to, if you don't want to. Like, it's cool, no pressure. But... That's cool. I think that's cool because like, uh, you know, kids growing up, like, I, like there's this, you know, things are getting a little bit better and kids are... Uh, uh, getting these lessons earlier in life do you ever see this is a side tangent and i don't want to go on it but did you ever see good boys or whatever whatever it was called with the with the three like middle school kids uh stuff, stuff, oh stuff, that one uh last installment and his great movies that he does wait what? right seth rogan it was seth rogan right good. uh did seth rogan do it uh yeah, yeah maybe sure. it was yeah i'm pretty sure he, he, he did it yeah yeah, uh, I never saw, hilarious. but I do. Ha- the The billboard is still up, set up near my place for some reason. I oh, never saw it though. Basically, <laughs> that was like two years ago, right? Or like a year ago. A lot of ads, ago. like there's still an ad for a Quiet Place too, because like, what else are they gonna put up there? Nothing else is coming out. Yeah. Uh, uh what, the reason I brought up Good Boys is because it's the classic teen comedy, but it's like a preteen comedy. But mm-hmm. it's it's they go like above. It's super funny, and they go above and beyond with talking about like consent. And doing things if oh, you're yeah. like not doing things if you don't want to do it, because like right. these are little kids, and like there's a party, there's a party where like the girls and boys are there, and they're like, hey, we're gonna play a kissing game, but like, hey, if you don't want to, that's fine. You can just play video games. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so it's like, okay, uh, okay. So if Pokemon now is like teaching these kids that like, yeah, don't catch a Pokemon without their consent cool that's like hmm. a stepping stone in the right direction of like real life because real life matters you know what i mean oh yeah like it's now i'm imagining like i'm just imagining now because like you know if, if when you make it more of a consensual relationship then you know that in universe there's like pokemon pickup artists who stress like you really want to you don't want the pokemon's self-esteem to be too high when you try to catch it you know so you got to open up with your line that's when you neg the pokemon <laughs> say that maybe like oh you really wish it was a jolly <laughs> nature but i guess modest is fine <laughs> you, 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 you neg them into into, into a sleep <laughs> oh, you you oh, just you that. just keep rambling about some subject they don't care about until they're so bored they don't notice when you throw the ball at them or or that sounds like confusion 
Before you know, they're just gonna hurt themselves. You know, Tarantino's work is really under. Oh, she's she's it's zoned out now. Okay, cool ball. That's a big 180, though, right? From the old Pokemon uh, television show, which had so many adult themes. And mm-hmm. it was really ruthless. Like, Misty would just, and Ash's relationship was like super toxic. Come on. Oh, she would even smack Psyduck, too, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, poor Psyduck. <laughs> what What was Wobbuffet? Like, what was his, his whole like shtick? Like, with Team Rocket? He, he would just like, pop up out? at inopportune moments to shout his name. <laughs> that was it. He really wanted to be a part of the team, and they were just kind of like, uh, yeah. But he, apart from Meowth, Wobbuffet's the only one who sticks around in newer generations. Like, oh. everyone else gets swapped out every gen. Well, he's what? he's their strongest Pokemon that they have. Yeah. Do they still have uh, 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 Arbok, uh, Arbok and, and Coughing? Uh, no, no they, they released them a while it back. Was, remember, that was a heart-wrenching episode. I'm surprised you don't remember that, because I was like, oh my god. That was pretty deep. I think they still had them all the way up until Hoenn, didn't they? That was when they switched them out? They, I thought they got rid of them uh, earlier than that. Like, they were like, I almost felt like in the even Gen 2 it was. I just remember oh, watching yeah. it. So maybe. They back, maybe. I, I dropped off, and there was an episode where they came back with where they reintroduce Charizard, you know? So mm-hmm. I, don't know. I think it, yeah. it might've been similar to when Ash let Pidgeot go, like, you you have to stay in this forest and protect all of your friends now. That's my James. That's my Eric Stewart. Don't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was up with Jesse and James? Were they together or not? They, uh, it's kind of implied occasionally. I, I, well, and then it's also implied that James was like very gender fluid, possibly yeah. bisexual. Yeah. And, and so there, that's what I'm saying. Like they have some really interesting themes. I think that were introduced sub- subtly, at least for the American version. I don't know what the, how that translates. Yeah. Supposedly right. in Japan, they they were like um, James being like very whoo and um, very flamboyant. It, as far as performance goes, that was a dub original. In Japan, he's not as like so Boy. like so. I guess the cross dressing is just more of a uh, just straight up like yeah, it's a joke. It, it it's a yeah. it's a yeah. well, it's yeah. like Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny yep. cross-dressed. I, I can see that. I can see mm-hmm. that. I, I, I think I think Americans were like, oh, let's make this really suggestive. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but not so suggestive that he's got a bikini with big fake boobs. That episode didn't yeah. air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were what were the original episodes that didn't air or were edited? There was a gun episode, right? The yeah. Safari Zone episode was completely not aired because so many guns. There was the uh, episode Sorry. where James cross-dresses in a bikini. Okay. Yeah, and there was the Porygon episode because of the seizures. Yeah, oh, yeah, he triggered. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a later one too with Stantler, and I think it was it was censored initially for the same reason Porygon was because like, Stantler has like the psychic beams out of its antlers thing. But uh, that eventually did air. They just edited it. Um, it's never for like a reason like oh Stantler's penis was showing, right? No, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what we're here for, folks. Come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, are you guys excited for the new Pokemon Snap that's going to come out? Because I've been waiting for a Pokemon Snap game since Pokemon Snap. Right. I'm cautiously optimistic. Um, The perfect console for it would have been the Wii U, but, you know, we all know how that went. Why, why do you feel that way? Because I, the Switch still has the motion controls. Oh, it does, but it's like, 
in terms of like the Wii U is when like, oh, finally a console that would have been perfect for a new Pokemon Snap because they could have done fun like all around the room stuff with it. It'll still be great on the Switch. It's just, it's a bummer that the Wii U flopped so hard. It couldn't even have this one game that really would have taken advantage of it. A, a lot, a lot of games, from my understanding, were, were saved for the Switch. Like, yeah. essentially, it is kind of like a Switch, right? Mm-hmm. Except the console and the game pattern aren't, one aren't one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you still have those opportunities there. And then now with the Switch, you have the ability um, to, to uh, have such more high, some more high performance graphics. And it, look, it sure. looks cute. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Uh, I, I, one thing again, I think what was really great about Pokemon Snap is they expanded upon that level of mystery to Pokemon where you kind of had to like figure things out on your own. Weird puzzles, like puzzles up, and- blow up new pads and um, yeah, right. knock Magikarp into the waterfall. Right, right. All, all those like little Easter eggs, little nuances that just really captivated. Yeah. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, something that, it, it's very interesting. I don't know whether I've talked about, I'm pretty sure I've talked about Jurassic Park on a previous episode, but basically my same thoughts for Pokemon is the same as Jurassic Park. I really like Lost World, not better per se than Jurassic Park, but I like seeing the dinosaurs in their natural environment. So when it comes Mm -hmm. to Pokemon Snap, I like seeing the Pokemon in their natural environment. Like, that's a cool idea of this, like, safari wildlife type thing. There's a Squirtle Um, running in a Lapras. How adorable is that, you know? (laughs) Right, right. And so, like, when it comes to Pokemon Snap, that's what I'm going to eat up. Like, I want that mm-hmm. scenery. I want to see the Pokemon walking around it, on the it, beach, you know? It expands more. Like, like it, it's a very immersive way. It's like, instead of looking at the lore for your Pokedex, now you're here in the Pokemon world and you're seeing all these things happen. Yeah. You know, I think that's what made Pokemon Snap so great as well. It's because you get to see things that you didn't only see in the regular games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There this was also... Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's why I like uh, Pokemon Go and then later uh, Sword and Shield is because the Pokemon are up in that environment. Like, let's go Pikachu. They kind of started that mm-hmm. where it's like the Pokemon are walking around in that environment. Mm-hmm. You know? What I'm hoping they'll do, I'm, I'm sure they will. This is another reason I thought the Wii U would have been great because the Wii U had Miiverse where you could post screenshots and everything and people could comment. Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming new Pokemon Snap is going to have some kind of Instagram feature. Like there'll be a posting board or at least there's Twitter integration. Oh, oh my gosh. Be, like that's... Monthly photo contests, stuff like that. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping they go, they really incorporate all the new aspects of photography that we have like today. Right. Oh, right. Like you get your aperture and they get the light. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, can you imagine? If, if the protagonist's name is not Graham, I'm going to be very upset. Is oh. is Graham? I, I people, oh, as an like Instagram. Instagram. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh okay. uh, what was what was the name of the original? Uh, uh, Todd Snap. Todd Snap. That's right. Todd, okay. Todd Snap. Yeah, it, it's not even a, it's not even like it's like Ash Ketchum, you know, just last yeah. name is the. <laughs> well, no, was was he introduced in um, the uh, Orange Islands? Wasn't there a Todd in the TV show? He was in the show as well for like a couple episodes because Team Rocket, they, they wanted him to catch Pikachu and he thought, I'll catch Pikachu on film. That's what they're asking <laughs> me to do, right? You idiot. You idiot. <laughs> You're never getting a job again. We're never hiring you. Yeah, so I think he's in like he's in a two-parter, I believe. Yeah, his anime debut was Pokemon Paparazzi. Mm-hmm. I guess that was the name of the episode. Pokemon Paparazzi. <laughs> uh, uh, before we get to the 
to the meat and potatoes. Uh, not the meat and potatoes. We talked about the meat and potatoes. The, the cool stuff about gym leader stuff. Um, uh, I just want to talk real quick, uh, 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 Garrett, about your parody videos. And, oh, well, for sure. not parody. Like, I think the best summation of your or videos is the comment that I saw on YouTube where it was like, I came, for, I came thinking it was Weird Al, but it ended up being Radiohead. Yes. <laughs> and I just, I just want to, I just, I, 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 what's your process for that? Cause I really wanted to like, I love your stuff again. I, I would think it would be more weird Al, but it's not. For sure. Um, well there is still, cause, uh, I'll do parodies every once in a while. Like last uh, winter I did a parody of Mr. Brightside by the killers, but it was Mr. Dark Side. It was all about Kylo Ren. Yeah. Uh, but my main focus, it's a songwriting project. It's called Rock That Pokemon. And the idea is just, okay, here's Bulbasaur. What is the narrative surrounding Bulbasaur? Okay, well, he's the starter nobody picked when in, when Gen 1 happened. He was the least popular, but there's still a cult following for him. There's a song there. So, like, that's what we were playing during the countdown. It's just this little, like, reggae song about, uh, just believe in yourself because you're Bulbasaur, baby. Just be Bulbasaur. Yeah. And so I'm just working my way through the Pokedex and what what the song ends up being, it, it's just, it's such a crapshoot. Half the time I'm just word banking. Cause like for my, my song about Scyther, it was just, it was just a Green Day style song about being badass and violent. Cause that's what Scyther is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love your stuff, man. Like the score bunny one where it's kind of oh. like the Space Jam song. Oh yeah, here's a rabbit who loves sports, Space Jam. <laughs> right, it's obviously Bugs Bunny, you know? Like yeah. It's, 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 that makes sense. Uh, uh, like, your, your stuff's really good. I just wanted to uh, uh, shout that out. Uh, because, well, thank you. Like, the musicianship is really good, too, and I think that that's something that I don't necessarily as- expect. Uh, and I have, a, I have a thing that I do, essentially, like, I, I don't know, I... I'm not blowing smoke up your skirt. You know what I mean? Uh, I won't mind if you do, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I stand uh, over grates for a reason, sir. Yeah, I don't don't do that, but I really respect when people are really good at something that, like, I could never do, you know? Oh, well, Um, thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I I think that uh, uh, commendations are are in order. Um, uh, Justin, you've seen his stuff, right? Yeah, I, I I loved it. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, your your Witcher cover, uh, Cluster Witcher. Yeah, thank you so much. That I I wish I'd gotten that out a month before I did because it did well enough, but it was after everyone else had done their Witcher covers, mm. and like all the all the metal covers had already come out. I'm like, well, crap! I can't do a metal cover. What's left to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was really well done, man. Um, uh, yeah, no, you have a really good page, guys. If you haven't checked this stuff out, I would definitely go look at it. Thanks it so much. I also have t-shirts. Uh, selling out. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might get one of those. Uh, oh, where do you sell? Where do you sell your t-shirts? On like, uh, T Teespring, but all the links are at the bottom of my videos. You just click okay. there, and you'll find my store. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, our final thing that I we got like maybe like twenty minutes to finish up this episode, and I figure that's like enough time. Uh, for those of you guys, you guys out there, we're doing a special thing for this episode that we've never done before. And I put a lot of thought and we all put a lot of thought and like figured it out and I had to produce this part. So basically, uh, the, the, what we're doing is we are putting together a Pokemon team as if we were gym leaders. Uh, I don't know what this region would be called. I don't know the aesthetic, 
you know how like each town has a like a running name it's theme? it's the vellum region and it's based on portugal <laughs> okay we cool. need to have a california region we're, we're big enough you know Let, let's we're, do california yeah. region actually and, that, and, and, was, that and, would be cool you know it was just new york so yeah we could do california that's and true. Instead, instead of having a, a bike trail right you, you can get stuck in the uh, on the 405 oh no <laughs> But but it's cool because you can get around it with some great hikes. You know, there's great hikes in LA. Can you can you imagine a freeway system in a po- in Pokemon? Oh, like, oh, what? that would be insane. Like 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 new vehicles because they were actually going to do that. Get ready for traffic big. battles, <laughs> dude. Can you imagine merging lanes and the winner is the one who gets to go ahead. <laughs> uh, like, we we need a, we need a smog Pokemon. Yeah. Well, I mean, coughing and wheezing just that's I mean, true. Makes sense. But for the Californian forms, yeah, which, yeah, they're, they're they're all just like they all look like really like stoned and <laughs> instead yeah. of the skull and crossbones, it's just the leaf. It's just a leaf, and and they have like swim trunks and like long blonde hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. Paul. Paul in the comments probably had some ideas. Like, what what would you name like those towns? Like, what what would be the theme of the town names? Well, you oh, know what's interesting that I very found that I found very interesting about Pokemon Go. So yeah. when Pokemon originally came out, they tried to create Pokemon based upon that region, right? And then they realized, well, this might not work. Let's just because we have so many Pokemon, let's just rotate them. But yeah. originally, Fullerton used to be where where I, I reside right now, uh, Fullerton, California. It used to be a bunch of farms for ostriches and yeah. orange groves and there was like like majority pokemon that you can find in forward when it first came out was the, uh the don't duo. duo the duo yeah oh. that's wild so i was like that's i was crazy. like did they I, is it, I, and i don't know if that's like a coincidental thing that i just noticed but i mean it's obviously changed since then but mm. i'm pretty sure they, they made some attempt to create like regional based pokemon I and mean, they still do that with the region lock pokemon that you have mm-hmm. like farfetch and stuff like that and you'll still yeah. like find more water types at the beach and stuff Right, exactly. Yeah. There's less, right? That right. Yeah. Um, Pallet Town would be the city of industry because it's nobody so- goes there. You only leave it. You only leave it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from yeah. Diamond Bar, so I know that feel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you from Diamond Bar? I'm from Diamond Bar, born and raised. Diamond Bar sounds like it would be a Pokemon city, right? It kind of like, does. It's just the ah, name I'm Professor Shrub, Diamond Bar <laughs> Town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joshua Tree. Pro- Professor <laughs> Professor Bud. Professor, Professor Bud. Oh, because wait, no, but the the, the, the American dub. Because I'm your friend. Oh, you know. Right. <laughs> and he it's has like a when big, uh, he has a big marijuana leaf in the background, but he's like, it's because I'm your friend. Like, they draw it's over a, it for it to be like uh, it looks just like a, a ficus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. So let's uh let's go over our uh our our uh gym leader picks. Uh we are ourselves and uh I want you guys to see the badges that I created for you off of what you guys described. First, uh we'll do uh Garrett, then we'll do me, and then we'll do Justin cuz I feel like Justin is more than just a gym leader. He's like one of the elite four like champion. Like mm-hmm. his his lineup is crazy. So uh, we'll do we'll do uh, uh, Garrett first. Uh, let me bring this. Oh, what? No, oh, what? No, I wanted to do a cool reveal. All right, pretend like you didn't just see all the Pokemon. Okay. Uh, all right, Garrett. All right, Garrett. Uh, 
your uh, gym badge. Well, what, what, what's your what's your type? My type is electric. I'm gonna say I'm uh, I'm the gym leader of uh, Treble Town. Let's call it that. Ooh, I like the name. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. So my type is electric, but my whole gym theme is uh, rock and roll. Yeah. If uh, yeah. if you could see the gym badge right there, you know, uh, I hope uh, I hope that's exactly what you uh, you wanted. That's pretty much it. All right. Um, so that's your gym badge. That's what people get for defeating you. I don't know where you, uh, 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 where in the order that you would reside, but you have six electric Pokemon here. Um, so first up, if you want to see this, mm -hmm. we've got a Lolan Golem. Yeah. I mean, uh, when you said a Lolan Golem, I don't know whether I ever caught or had an Alolan Golem, but mm -hmm. I was like, he's rock. But no, he's rock and electric. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I just figured just like, you know, it's the electric type and he rocks and I'm rock and roll. So got to have him in there. <laughs> I like it, man. I like it. Um, and if He's you got wanna... that awesome mustache. <laughs> yeah, he almost has like a, is that a beard or chest hair? Uh, could be a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hipster. It's very yeah. hipster. So I could see that being Californian too. Uh, can you imagine mm -hmm. Californian version uh, Pokemon? Oh man, uh, mostly just, I'm just thinking of all like a bunch of laid back surfer ones, except when yeah. you get in the northern part of the region is where you get the the nerds, the Silicon Valley guys. Yeah. Um, speaking about Mom. surfing. Yeah. Your second pick. Uh, we got, uh, we got a lowland Raichu because it's, we're the California region, which is convenient, but also just surf rock, beach boys. Yeah. And keep in mind, guys, that uh, if you're watching this, these this is the lineup that you're going to have to beat in order to get that badge uh, uh, from Garrett here. And if you think you're just going to spam Earthquake on me, think again, because next up I got Electros, baby. It's like... <laughs> With Levitate. <laughs> such wild picks, but I love it. Oh, for, as soon as I was like, wait, I picked Electric, and like my first three picks for it, like, I'm going to get wrecked by ground. I need to I need to combat that somehow. So Electros has Levitate, so the one weakness its type even has is is irrelevant. Yeah. What what type is it? It's Electric and Water? Just pure Electric. Is it pure Electric? <laughs> it's just a nasty Lamprey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks gross. Like, I was looking it, at it. It is. <laughs> and those teeth, man, those teeth. Yeah, that, that's coming out of your toilet. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, your your fourth pick. Uh, we got Galvantula, a bug and electric type. So again, offsets the ground weakness. That's my. It's very fast. Throw down some sticky webs right off the bat. That that's probably what I open with just to just to screw with you because so many electric types are already very fast. But in case you want to counter that, I'm gonna throw down webs. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And, like, the way I like to envision all this is, like, if we were at, like, not, like, us in our game, like, we can only be so competitive to an mm -hmm. extent, right? It's, like, our purpose is to be gym leaders and to let whoever's playing, like, We're not, we're not there us. to beat you. We're there to test you, so. Right, be, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your, fifth, your, uh, your fifth pick. Uh, it's Rotom washing machine form because rock stars are gross and they stink and so that's where their laundry gets done <laughs> but also again um it, it it doesn't have the ground weakness because it has levitate and also uh wash rotom is is tanky as all hell like that's that's where all the hits are gonna go is it part water 
Uh, yeah, because Rotom is like, it's the ghost electric type, but depending on what appliance it inhabits, it's type changes. So it becomes yeah. a water type. Okay. And then your sixth pick right here. Uh, this is my ace. It's Toxtricity, baby. And that fits your rock and roll theme, right? It does. Um, Toxtricity is probably my favorite uh, Pokemon from Gen 8. Yeah. It's it's literally just a punk rocker. That's the guitar form, but there's also a bass form of it. It's the low-key form. Oh, I didn't I didn't know there was a guitar and a bass. Like, I knew the forms, but I didn't know that's what they were. Well, yeah, because um, on, on its chest, you see it has like six little glands, but the bass form only has four. Oh. And when it attacks, it strums those, and that's where the electricity comes from. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's I missed scary, that. Right? He touches himself like... Yeah, it's like, oh, you want to fight me? <laughs> Very well. <laughs> he He's the punk rocker who's like, their first album did really well, so now they're literally feeling themselves a little bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, how do you how do you foresee your team doing uh, uh, with each other, like as a six person team? Uh, I think I mean I've got decent. I think I've offset the main one main weakness of the team, which is like which is ground type moves. Uh, and I think I, I got some I got some good stuff to keep you guessing. You know, you, you got to yeah. got to be ready for me, baby. Yeah. All right. <laughs> your starter is not going to carry you through this team. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. All right, cool, 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 good stuff. Um, Justin, you have any comments about his uh, his lineup? Dude, I, you have the most rocking team ever. <laughs> I, I, I love the talk that your toxicity choice. Uh, he's one of my favorite community gens. Mm-hmm. I was gonna maybe try to go with just a theme that was just sound in general. So like you know, I would have thrown like X Bloud on there, and like Machamp would have been the roadie. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> would be would be your amp, right? Yeah, yeah and I'm um, like, uh, Rillaboom would have been the drummer, but oh, oh, you, you should have said, oh, like incorporate like a whole band. Yeah, but I wanted to, I wanted to keep it with like, ah, I'll be a monotype. I wanted to try that. That sounded like fun too. Okay. So. okay. Um, there was also the other um, new uh, glaring form that was released for, I think it was Zangoose, and evolved into uh, oh, um, Obstagoon. Obstagoon, who looks very reminiscent and was inspired by Gene Simmons. So yeah, so it's like, that, but not electricity. So yeah. Hmm. Um, all right, so I'm going to go up with my one next. For me, it was all about keeping to my theme. I wanted to have fun with it. And I'm like, well, if I uh, if I uh, was a gym leader, like, how would I set up my gym? <laughs> that badge is amazing. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to be a water type. And my theme of my gym is beach party, you know? And so, like, my gym is a drink with an umbrella and a straw in it. That's... That's my gym badge. Right I love there. that the little gap even looks like sunglasses because you're just so laid back. I'm going to say that, yeah, that was meant to be, but, you know, <laughs> maybe ha- happy accident there. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, oh, man, I, I do like I do like that badge there. Um, but uh, it's all beach party themed, so it's like my, my lineup is just supposed to have, like, there's a lot of mixed types with it. Um, and... Uh, but again, the goal is to be a test to the trainer and not, uh, you know, overdo it. My first up, I got Golduck. You know, I wanted to put a good mix of uh, different generations in there. And I like Golduck and he has, you know, some psychic powers. Though I don't think he's psychic type, right? He's just he is water. Ice, I believe. What'd you say? I think, is he water ice? Uh, pure, yeah. pure, pure water. He's pure, oh, water. pure water. Oh, yeah. He just but, like, no love ice moves. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, I think yeah, he can get a good power set there. 
Uh, and obviously, like when I told you guys to create your list, mm -hmm. we didn't have to worry about moves. It's too much. But like, just you know, it'd be cool. Yeah, he has a. Let's just say he has ice beam and side beam. Like, you know, you can kind of throw uh, throw things for a loop. Uh, and also, I like the design for Golduck. I've always liked the design for Golduck. I agree. He's like a lizard duck because that's not yeah. a duck look. That's not a duck body. Like, I think he's partially based on a kappa. Yeah. 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 A water, What's a kappa? water. It's a it's, water. It's a, it's a Japanese folklore creature. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot, a lot of Pokemon are based yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, second is Sharpedo. Dude, yeah. if, you guys are playing, if you guys are playing Choice. Sword and Shield expansion, they chase Sharpedo. you. Yeah, yeah. that Sharpedo they're, chases they're you. It is scary. And uh, <laughs> I think it's Dark type, I, too. Yeah. I just uh, found out that there is a mini, like, white shark looking shark, and it looks just like a Sharpedo. I'm sh pretty sure that's where uh, they uh, they were inspired by. But they're, they're like, they look like little mini white sharks. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. I saw. I saw they're a just little pets. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah uh so sharpedo is also dark type as well so these are all water type mixed with something else so i kind of had a mix here uh i wanted a water fairy type and uh 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 is a good water fairy type uh mm -hmm. it's one of the only water fairies right yeah it's that and tapu uh Fini, i think are the only mm -hmm. two or and He's... uh a starter what's what's the starter's name oh pre-marina Marina, yeah, but we we didn't do starters uh, as far as gym leaders were concerned. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll figure out things when it comes to Justin, but yeah, uh, I wanted a fairy type just to kind of mess it up. Because just Dragon... a side note. Oh yeah, just what's a side, side note? for Pokemon Go uh, for the Great League? Azumarill is a very top tier character. So oh, is it? This is a little hint out there. He's got really good coverage. Very tanky. Really good whether you're ending with them or starting with them or switching out. Very good. No. Okay. Um, Dreadnought. Uh, I like his yeah. design. I like his design. Uh, he's one of the newer ones, right? Sword and Shield? Yep. And so he's part rock. I think he's water rock. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I mean, and just look at the guy. Like, it would be so cool to have him, like, next to me. Uh, yeah. You know? He like he belongs from an older generation of Pokemon too. Yeah. I really mm -hmm. like this. I think yeah. you can have a team of all turtles now. Not that you would, but like I think there's like <laughs> at least six different turtles. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh my fifth pick is Kingdra, because I wanted that dragon type. Very good. Uh also I don't know how big Kingdras are, but if they're big enough for humans to ride, that would be pretty cool. You're Aquaman at that point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? Uh, and then last but not least, my sixth pick is Polyrath. Classic. Classic. I mean, literally classic. I mean, yep. <laughs> and I can teach him some fighting moves, even though he's not part fighting, I don't think. But uh, uh, he is actually, I think. Is he actually? What's weird is that um, on the cards, I think he was labeled as a fighting at one point. Oh. But I think he's a water type. Uh, yeah, water fighting, according to Bulbapedia. Okay, he's okay, a water cool. fighting. Cool. That I mean, that's why I chose him. Also, I like his design. You know, mm, yeah, throw some punches. You know, yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. I I don't know what my. I mean, I would like to claim Fullerton, but uh, Justin's from Fullerton too. So you can have Huntington oh, Beach no, if you're no, the beach I, party. I, my my gym is is uh, not in Fullerton, so you can. Okay. 
Okay. Though it would be cool. Has there ever been a, a town in Pokemon that has two gyms? I don't think they've done that. Um, te- technically, there's... Oh, uh, Saffron City I, has the fighting dojo. But it's not... You don't... Actually, I don't think you get a badge from there in the game, but in the TV show, I think Ash did get a badge from them. Oh, because I think they turned it into like a mini tournament arc, and um, he had that's where he got rid of his primate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm, I, I, I'm gonna guess if it's beach party themed, then all the trainers you have to battle on the way to you, they're all rocking Ludicolo. That yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. I was thinking about uh, putting him on my team, but I, I didn't really want to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got. You, you better have a. Uh... Uh, what did it allow? No, allow uh, yeah, you need to wear poo shells and yeah, I, I want to see, see and lays. Yep. Yeah. Is they're oh. always very eccentric looking, right? So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just all about having fun, you know. You, yep. you come and like afterwards, my character would be like, "Hey, you don't have to go anywhere." Like you know, after I get beat, like you, you could stick around for the party. You know. Oh, also, on the way to you, after they beat every uh, every trainer they beat on the way, they have to drink a coconut cocktail. So they're not going to drive after they're done. So they yeah. do have to stick around for a while to like to wear it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, last but not least, uh, let's go over Justin's. And I think that Justin, with his real world experience of being a Pokemon champion, uh, could be the Elite Four champion here. Uh, he has a really sick lineup. How do you like how do you like that badge, Justin? Uh, you know, I'm not right. seeing it just yet on my it's screen. Gonna, there it is. But give me a second. I'm sure I'm gonna love it. That yeah. last looks phenomenal. There we go. Do you see it? No, I'm not no, there's still a small delay. Hmm. Oh, okay. oh, oh wow. That came nice. out amazing. Yeah. So uh, from from the gym badge, uh, you can tell uh, there's a level of duality here. So I, I went a little bit off the grain. Uh, it was a little obtuse probably. Dimitri's probably like, no, we need monotypes and we can't have starters. <laughs> but uh, I, I wanted to uh, have a gym that really would challenge, uh, you know, people from a different perspective. So I'm, my gym's all about double battles. It doesn't matter what one you have. I oh, cool. to figure out how to work, uh, have your partners or Pokemon partners work in conjunction with each other. One big thing that I've always liked about Pokemon and that's stuck with me is that it's been a nostalgic factor because it's, you know, obviously uh, impacted my life. Uh, but like the idea of having these lifelong like friendships. So being able to have uh, a gym that kind of showcases off the, you know, how your Pokemon can best interact with each other. Now the team I'm choosing today or I chose today uh, comes from a team that I chose in Y for my double battle. So it does actually apply to some real life uh, uh, competitive gameplay. Uh, right. So my first Pokemon I have uh, up here is going to be Avalug. Uh, now he's uh, a really good tank, uh, at least at, at that point in the series. I think he still is. I think he's actually a very physical top, uh, tank. It's it's nuts. He's up there. He's still in the top tier. He has yeah. the last, last few generations. Uh, he's a really great uh, character to have on your team to just hit those hits. Uh, also to you know uh, for one for Pokemon who are weak against ice, and then also for Pokemon who are laying out hazards on onto your field. Right, so really yeah. You know to have kind of um, Kind of help be a, a buddy for your your glass cans and stuff like that. The next one we have here is going to be uh, one of my favorite Pokemon, and this is kind of goes into the conversation we had earlier about Pokemon having now a really obscure design. So this is Klefki, and Good old he's, Klefki. He's just, he's just a bunch of keys. <laughs> Good old Klefki. <laughs> like I I I I bet Meowth would have like a field day with a Klefki, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but Cluffy, uh, at, at that time in the generation, was uh, a really strong support Pokemon. Uh, really gave your Pokemon uh, a, a lot of boosts, a lot of buffs, uh, and then also was uh, pretty viable. Uh, after Klefki, the next Pokemon I have here is AD Slash. So AD Slash is one of my top favorite Pokemon. I just, I just love this character. It's so, so, oh, you got the shiny one too. Yeah, you got it. And, 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 so cool. I mean, I, I, everything black for me, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, just, I think his aesthetic looks so clean. Uh, I love the idea that they incorporated a, a sword and a shield. That's just so cool. I, 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 it's really weird that Pokemon Sword and Shield didn't introduce that character. Right. right? That was, that was weird it's kind of like how uh, Gen 5 introduced the three Musketeer legendaries, but then the next region was Paris. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's maybe they did that as, as like an Easter egg. Foreshadowing, maybe, yeah. Foreshadowing, right? Maybe there's a Pokemon out there right now that's uh, kind of hinting towards the next gen, so everyone keep their eyes out. But what I really love about Ace Sash is that uh, he's a really strong and viable Pokemon. Uh, you know, he he can really allow you to really change the dynamic of the gameplay because Here, uh, he can, keep keep talking. I'm going to be right back. Sure thing. He can be I'm, either a uh, uh, basically a, you know a, a viable tank, or you can beef him up and he can become a, a really good um, not glass cannon, but he can be a good, really good attacker for you. Mm -hmm. uh, I was going to get to my next Pokemon. But, Let's just uh, talk about how cool Aegislash is for a little bit longer, because Aegislash is the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I really, uh, one thing that really irks me, though, is when you get Pokemon that have a shiny form that doesn't look any different. Like Snorlax, I love Snorlax. But and, the, the uh, shiny is just a little more blue. Uh, Gengar, Gengar is, is a different shade of purple. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, it's really weird. Um, one of my favorites, though, is hands down uh, Shine Charizard, right? Oh, yeah, the Black Dragon. It's, uh, Every Pokemon I, looks better in black because Greninja Shiny is also black. It looks kick-ass. They make them look so much more, um, like, sporty. I don't know. Yeah. It's, like, it's like this sleekness, this badassery. I don't know. It just They just look more rugged. Not rugged. It just look a little bit more just like, mm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. But no, these were actually uh, the first three Pokemon that you see right now. They play a lot of supportive roles. The next two Pokemon that you're going to be uh, seeing are going to be kind of more of my, my hardcore attackers. Mm -hmm. so these guys do a lot of defensive play. Um, the next Klefki one is still like really top tier in terms of like prankster mods, isn't it? Who is? Oh, Klefki. Yes. Yeah. So if, if you're trying to run like a, a, a prankster team, yeah, he, he's still up there. So he still has a lot of, a lot of viability. And he was just reintroduced back into the games with the last expansion that just came out. So, yeah, and like the steel fairy typing, like for defense, is really good actually. Yeah. So um, these three guys here, if you're looking for a, a strong defense, uh, especially when you're doing double battles, right? Um, so the double battles is a lot of setups. Mm -hmm. um, so these guys will really prolong because uh, you have you essentially have more moves to make when you're doing double battles, and that's what I think a lot of people don't realize is that. I like them, why I like them is because they're a little more intricate and that's in that stance why you kind of have to think of another step. Mm -hmm. um, but it makes the games go by a little bit longer, you know? I feel like even though it's a turn based game, it can be a little bit run a little small, short. Mm -hmm. uh, going into my uh, to my gym badge that I chose here, so it was actually inspired through I don't know if you noticed this, but the GS fall. Oh, yeah, I see that. Uh, and then Pokemon Black and White. Um, so again, it's all about like my, my team is all about duality and going back with the nostalgia. So it, it encompasses a little bit of the elements from you know 
the franchise is old from, from the past years. That's cool. Um, now, if my if my team, if my gym were going to be a city, I would actually be in Rhyme City. Uh, so I love Hell yeah. Active Pikachu. Now, one thing to, that's interesting to note is that all battling in Rhyme City is underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, they don't believe in uh, really owning Pokemon. Pokemon more like your partner mm-hmm. in, in that, in that uh, I guess, part of the Pokemon world. Uh, so they're able to freely roam around. And that's why I, I know, I, I thought that movie was really done well. It's a little bit of a side, uh, side topic, but I kind of want to talk about it right now. I thought that was probably one of the best video game adaptations because it was still able to appeal to a mass audience without losing everything that makes Pokemon Pokemon. Oh, for and sure. It's so in your face about Pokemon. Like you were, you were able to see all these interesting, you know, Pokedex lore live out on the screen, kind of like Pokemon Snap did that, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, how, how did you enjoy uh, Did you enjoy uh, Oh, I saw it in theaters twice. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, I thought Detective Pikachu was awesome. The uh, especially because you know, in the last year we've had both that and Sonic happen, and it's just both sides of the same coin. Like, because Sonic wound up being better than it people expected it to be. Uh, Detective Pikachu, though, there's like are some things like that could be done differently, I guess. Like, they kind of give away the twist pretty quickly, but it it looks so good. Like, the, the CGI is great, the gags they have with the Pokemon they use, like, the Mr. Mime gag is still amazing. Uh, it's like that, that's what I'm saying. They intuitively yeah. use the Pokedex lore to mm-hmm. add all all this great value to the movie that makes it engaging. Like, who ever thought like Mr. Mine was creepy? Remember when that first came out? Everyone was like, "Whoa!" But that yeah. was too. <laughs> at the same time, you, you, you mean Ash's dad? Right. Oh, oh right. you know he's on his team now, right? In Pokemon Journeys, Mr. Mine's on his team. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you got to bring your dad around, stepdad, <laughs> right? No, it's literally like, yeah, well, I'm, it's like some kid pushes him over. Yeah, well, I'm gonna go get my dad. <laughs> um, but you so know, I mean, I, actually, I didn't go through the rest of the list yet. Yeah, this is waiting. Yeah. So uh, the, the we'll, next we'll uh, Pokemon that I have on my list is going to be Charizard. Yeah, and it's Charizard. Charizard. Shiny, shiny Charizard. So, ah, uh, yeah, we, we did look, uh, you missed the conversation, but we were talking about Pokemon aesthetics and how, for some reason, black Pokemon just looks so much more badass. Yeah. Um, but Charizard is the one. With the that deep just, red underwings, like, oh, it's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then uh, Charizard Y looks phenomenal too, even though he's purple. I mean, this kind of looks purple too, but um, the badassery, right? So, Charizard has been uh, my favorite Pokemon, I think, until actually in the first time playing with him. My first t- time I played with Charizard was my third uh, run through of Pokemon Blue. So I got my Charmander, and and then just watching the, the Pokemon show, and uh, I, I just love Charmander. That that episode where Ash uh, cap- captures him, mm-hmm. it was so heart wrenching. I felt so bad for him. He reminds me of this just little pup, you know. <laughs> but. Um, Charizard is an amazing attacker, and Pokemon X and Y, uh, when they first introduced, introduced his Mega Forms, uh, he was a really good special attacker. Uh, his move setups that I have uh, complement this team very, very well. Uh, and another big player on this team is Snorlax. Yeah. So, yeah. Snorlax has been my favorite for a few years now. Uh, he's really good in double battles. He's also really good. Uh, he's really formidable by himself. Uh, basically, the way I like to run him is uh, I like to uh, 
get off the belly drum. Uh, <laughs> He's I, growing. Yeah. <laughs> you get off the belly drum after uh, boosting up his uh, defense uh, three times. I forget what the move is. Right? Uh, so, curse? Not curse. What's the other one? It's, 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 I think it's an egg move. No, belly drum is the egg move that he learns from Munchlax, right? I believe so. There's, there's another attack, but it basically raises his uh, um, attack and his uh, defense. Attack and defense, does it also lower speed? No, I don't think it does. Oh, okay. so, oh bulk up, bulk up. Bulk up, yes, yeah. So I run those two, bulk up three times. Uh, once you're done bulking up, you go ahead and drop the uh, belly drum. That's actually gonna take down your HP quite a lot. By, the, by that time, uh, you should develop a good defense to whoever you're fighting mm -hmm. and if you're the way i build him is that you know he has pretty good stats in both special defense and defense you do that you have a uh i, I can't remember the name of the berry sure citrus berry or citrus berry the one that wakes you up oh that's cher uh sure. i know what you're talking about it's sure. cherry berry is pro i think it's cherry 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 berry yes yeah, cherry let's just berry. say lumberry uh because lum does all status moves <laughs> or, or you can use one of those yeah. But basically, uh, well, so you can't use the same item on online. So if you right. find something else, um, but yeah, that'll uh, wake him up right away after using the move rest, which will give him his uh, his full HP back. And after that, it's just good game. Like he sleeps through everything. Just return, like, return, return. Yeah, I mean, oh no, no, I use crunch. His crunch lowers the defenses. Right. And um, it it just it just it stacks so well. Um, but he's really formidable. Like I've I've had the tides turn so much in my favor just from him, whether I'm in a double battle or a single battle alone. So if you don't, if you're not running some, uh, a team with Snorlax on it, I definitely have a yeah. Yo, Snorlax owns in this movie, dog. Look at freaking Snorlax. <laughs> have you guys seen that? No. What what? This was like early days of YouTube, but it's these two guys, these like super hardcore, like from the street sounding guys, they're watching Pikachu's rescue adventure. And they're just like, yo man, Snorlax freaking owns in this movie, dog. Oh, he, he let go of rights. That's not right, you dick. That's effing Pikachu. Look, he's helping everybody. You can't pull 10 Pokemon. <laughs> it's like you. my favorite web video of all time. Just effing Snorlax. I'm going to Google that. Uh, so, so last but not late, uh, least is Talonflame. Uh, you know, if you played uh, X and Y, he was kind of like a staple, I think, on everyone's team. Uh, uh, he just, just really attacks really, really fast. and does like a lot the of best Rat 1 bird ever. Yeah, I mean, he's squishy, glass cannon, but, uh, you know, a, a, a must to have on your team. So uh, I'm actually going to be trying to reintroduce uh, this team now that uh, I think all these Pokemon are available in... Uh, short and seal, short sword and shield. Excuse me. Schwartz and Schmeldman. Schwartz and Feldman. Come on down to Schwartz and Feldman attorneys at law. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is actually the team I'm currently working on rebuilding. That's why I chose it. Uh, I thought I can add a little bit of real world application. Um, it did really well for me in Pokemon X and Y. Let's just see how it does for me in Sword and Shield. I I like this lineup. Uh, also, because like. Uh, sorry, now I got to bring it up back up again. Um, I like Talonflame because uh, Talonflame was on my X and Y team. Same. Um, Everybody ran Talonflame. It's so cool. Yeah. yeah. He just his design alone. Like I'm going to I'm going to maximize this a little bit more. But like show us that big bird. Yeah. Check I, out. I think he was has some of the best bird design since Pidgeot. Like, yeah. I mean, bravery was whatever. 
I actually yeah. really like Braviary. I love Braviary. But like, look at the Talon Flame though. Just like, oh so yeah, look good. at that good bird. It's yeah. a good bird. Talon's on that Talon Flame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's built like it's built like a jet. Like, look at those wings. Yeah, I love also um the tail feathers as it evolves. Um, it gets more stripes. Um, so I believe Fletchling mm-hmm. only Fletchender has two stripes. Fletchling only has the one. I think it's like oh, a cool wow. little detail. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good mix. Uh, all you guys, uh, both you guys had like really good teams and like, I don't know. It's super fun. Like, like I've always thought, like, I, I think, uh, I've always wanted like an MMO, uh, Pokemon game where like, what if like you could become a gym leader? Like, that'd be cool. And like well, other I, people I, would I come to you. you. Just done that with the regular lore, right? Like, you 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 played um you played a lot of different roles and um I think in the most current role it's kind of like with the Pokemon uh, uh, journeys it's like you're a researcher right like you you're you're working for on behalf of this professor so like it's kind of like steering you into the realms of you're almost a Pokemon scientist in a way because mm-hmm. you're you're exploring I mean you're not directly doing that I I mean you're you're obviously trying to uh, become the next Leon but. I'm surprised that we haven't had a Pokemon game where it introduces you as you becoming your own gym leader, you know, like, or even have, because yeah. you can then open that up to other people in online gameplay. You can design your own badge. There's just so many opportunities, man. Right. Yeah. Imagine an MMO where you could choose whether you want to be a scientist, uh, like a, a fighter, a gym leader, you know. Uh, remember Breeder. Tracy? Was, Good old yeah. Tracy. That's <laughs> yeah. what I was thinking. I was thinking of Tracy. Oh, Tracy. Yes. Yeah, Ske- Tracy Sketchit. Was that really? That was his name. Was that his name? Tracy Sketchit. I, 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 I love these Pokemon names. There's some on the nose, right? Like Ash Ketchum. Oh, boy. Misty. I can't wait to draw this crystal onyx. Yeah. He was just an artist, right? Yep. And then Brock wanted to be a breeder. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, um, what happened was like after the Jinx controversy because Jinx is literally blackface. Yeah. Uh, they were worried like, oh, well, we don't want people to oh, out west to be offended by Brock too. Not realizing that nobody was offended by Brock, so they yeah. swapped him for Tracy. Was designed to be appealing to Western audiences, apparently. Oh, oh I, hate but, I thought he was but, the worst. Right. Well, he but then the they worst. learned like, oh, nobody, nobody minded about Brock's appearance. I, I guess we'll bring him back then. A lot yeah. of people identify. With Brock, I yeah, like. yeah. I've uh, I've cosplayed, I've cosplayed as Brock. Like a lot of 14 year fifteen year old kids probably yeah. yeah, his yeah. is the simplest costume to put together. Like if, if nothing else, like you, you you find that vest ain't hard to find. No, that it's is. just a green vest. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good old Brock. I uh, <laughs> I I liked Brock. Also, like the fact like he would fall in love with every woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was so funny. There's actually, because they used to do Pikachu's jukebox back in the day, and like he had one song about loving Joy and Jenny. I remember that. But they also, there was a actual Broadway stage, not on Broadway, but there was a stage musical called Pokemon Live back in the day where all those songs were reincorporated into the plot. And the 11th hour number is this amazing, like old school rock and roll remix of the Joy and Jenny song. (laughs) Like Brock gets the best song in the whole damn show. It's a horrible I, uh, show, but good good music. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm on Team Jenny. Just yeah. I just thought I should say she's uh, very authoritative. Uh, yeah, I I like redheads, so I'd be uh, Joy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, it just so happened, like, Pokemon was around when I was going through puberty as well. So, like, yeah. there's... <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're all just nodding. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we got. I mean, we got to. You got to consider. You know, like Nurse Joy. She's very nurturing, but Jenny. Jenny will will get it done. Yeah. She knows yeah. what she wants, and she goes after it. Yeah. She's got cute pups. She's got Growlithe. She does. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. Do you do you want Chanseys or do you want Growlithe? Like you. Yeah. You got very good doggos or like egg people. <laughs> egg people. <laughs> or Audinos. If you're if if it's Gen Five, it's Audino. Is it really? I think, and oh, and in Gen Six, they changed in the show. Instead of Chanseys, they had Wiggly Tufts. Oh, interesting. It was weird, yeah. Very nice, sorry. Um, where, uh, as we as we close up this uh, episode, where do you guys see Pokemon going? Uh, I know that the expansion, you know, the Isle of Armor expansion, uh, but then there's going to be the Tundra expansion for Sword and Shield that's going to be even mm-hmm. bigger. I, I heard that's it's like a bigger uh, deal there. Uh, mm-hmm. Where do you guys see Pokemon going? Where do you hope it goes? I'm hoping they they take a break from the annual, like the a new game every two years. Honestly, because I, I I like that they're doing what they're what they're doing with the expansions. I think that's a better move than like just putting out an Ultra Sun. Yeah. Uh, but I really hope that after the controversy that surrounded Sword and Shield's release, that Game Freak takes that as a sign to okay, we can take a couple years from Gen Nine. We'll do a bunch of cool spinoffs in the meantime. We'll do a new Snap. We'll do some more Pokemon Go. Well, that's Niantic, but uh, yeah, we'll do Pokemon Let's... Cafe Mix with the lovely little. That game is so fluffy. That mobile? <laughs> it's a mobile game. Is that what it is? It's on Switch actually, but you have to use the touch screen, so I'm not really into it because yeah. I like to play docked. But yeah, yeah I- I'm hoping they'll just take 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 a step back and let Gen Eight just breathe, so they can start getting back to you know when they were just packing these games full of crazy new features. A lot of people feel that way that it's been nothing but gimmicks since like um, since uh, the Mega Six, yeah. So, um, but I, I thought the Mega Stone act, uh, introduced a lot of really cool new gameplay aspects into it, mm-hmm. and um, they're coming back. Data miners, fa- data miners found them. Yeah, well, which is interesting because it's going to make things even more dynamic. But this goes against one thing that um, I forget who was who was it that said it, but Pokemon were meant to be. All, all, each game is meant to be a, its own standalone game, which its own main features mm-hmm. that you can come back to because you like that aspect of it. But I think people don't want that now. I think people want something that's really immersive, that's going to have a longer end game, which mm-hmm. is the competitive game, Pokemon gameplay. So introducing the new Mega Forms is going to, and because that's what people are hardcore about right now is the competitive Pokemon gameplay. So being able to introduce those new nuances into these different metas, I think is going to keep things fresh without having to introduce too much new stuff, which I think, I, I agree with a lot with you, you say, Gary. I, I hope that they don't, I, I think, I hope they take some time with the next uh, gen Pokemon game. I, I hope that we don't need to see too new, new more Pokemon, maybe, maybe new uh, regional types would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do want to see new, like newer game mechanics that expand off of what we have in the sense no, I, I, like I'm, I'm down for an open world. I don't know that might, that would, might, might never be ha- happen because it's the, the level of bandwidth, right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, the, the unique assets that have to go into just rendering the entire Pokedex is nuts. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think it's something that can be done if everything is, you know, posted on servers and a cloud and stuff like that. You know, right? you know there's mm-hmm. tons of uh, MMOs 
like art, for example, on the Switch, right? That's such a, like, it seems like it would be such a taxing game. So I don't mm-hmm. think it's, it's that impossible. Um, but I, I agree. I want to see them take some time off. I would love to have another Let's Go Pokemon. I really like, enjoy that game. A lot of people hated it, but I love, I love nostalgic factors. I love the uh, way of catching shinies in that game was so great. Cause by the time you're done, you can level that thing up real quickly with all the candy you had to build up. <laughs> exactly. And I've, I've been, but then I, I'm also, uh, you know, big Pokemon Go player right now. So being able to build upon what I'm already doing, you know, and, and have it make sense. Cause it'd be, it'd be weird to just buy a game and be like, okay, I'm going to have one value, one use of it. But with my Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, I'm still farming for Melton, like every day <laughs> you can do that, right? So um, I, I love that. I love that, that the, the Pokemon's still building. I mean, even excited for the new MOBA games. A lot, I, that's actually something I talked about ages ago when I was playing Dota, Do, like Dota 1 on. Oh, damn. I was like, it'd be cool if like, we could Base Hunter. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm really excited for that. I, I'm really excited for Pokemon Snap. I think Pokemon is going in, as a franchise as a whole, it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's going to become just even stronger. It is already the number one franchise and it's still growing. Um, and I'm really excited to see more Pokemon movies. I thought Let's Go, uh, or I thought Detective Pikachu was amazing. I would love to yeah. see a spinoff off that that incorporates maybe, you know, Red or something, you know. Yeah. Or, you know. They talked about that. Um, a lot of fans have talked about like a Ranger movie, like a Pokemon Ranger. That'd be great. What's, that what's Pokemon be- Ranger? It was a spinoff for the DS, but um, they had one movie that incorporated it where there's just these, there's just this organization of Pokemon Indiana Joneses is who go around writing wrongs. Oh, <laughs> and also okay. Ash is there, I guess, but it's it's like just kind of a globetrotting <laughs> adventure movie. I, I would love a globetrotting adventure movie mm-hmm. uh, uh, with Pokemon and everything. Um, I'm looking forward to Pokemon Snap. I, I mentioned it earlier. Hell yeah. Like, because uh, Pokemon Go, when I played it, I would also spend a lot of time taking pictures in that AR, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, that was fun to me. And uh, I, I, I miss Pokemon Snap, so I'm looking forward to Pokemon Snap. I'm looking forward to um, Isle of Tundra. Is it Isle of Tundra? Uh, Crown uh, Isle of Armor, Crown Tundra. Crown Tundra. Because um, mm-hmm. that's going to expand the Pokédex more. Um mm-hmm. Because I heard, like, Isle of Armor is just, like, a quick, like, shortstop type thing before they introduce Crown Tundra. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm really excited for that. Uh, I want to I wanna do the, the Catch Moltres, uh, Zapdos, Articuno. You know? Those types, yeah. their, their typing is, is wild. It's like, yeah, Flying Dark, Flying Fighting, and Flying Psychic, I think, is what Articuno is going to be. Really? You think They're not, oh. Ooh, okay. Do you think we're gonna be introduced to Dark Lugia then from the XD game? Ooh, because cool. they look very similar in aesthetic, right? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. What, I wouldn't say Dark no to that. Lugia? Oh, and um, they had a Pokemon Coliseum games for the GameCube, and that whole mechanic was you were cleansing Shadow Pokemon like you do with the Team Rocket Pokemon in Go, oh, okay. and the big box mascot of it was Shadow Lugia. Oh. With like this oh. really cool inverted color scheme. Yeah. Okay. Is it Kinda possible like to get shiny legendaries? Oh yeah. Okay. Hmm. Like I got a shiny Mewtwo and Go, man. Oh. All right. I caught a shiny Dratini first catch of the day this morning when I woke up. Lucky. Good. Good omen. Yeah. <laughs> 
Is it harder to get a shiny in Pokemon Go or in uh, the games? A lot easier. I think it's a lot easier in Go, actually. Okay. I, I have this theory, and, and I, I there's nothing that supports this. It's just my own coincidental experience. Uh, every time I spend money on the game, within 24 hours, I have a surge in shiny Pokemon that I find. Oh. It's weird. Huh. Or even, 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 and, then, and then after that, my, my I noticed my like my rate of obtaining shiny Pokemon is still somewhat higher, and it'll like it usually lasts like I want to say to twenty four to seventy two hours. Within that time frame, I notice I I always end up catching an influx of shiny Pokemon. So I don't know if there is like a subtle subconscious like reward factor in is spending money on Pokemon Go where they're like, oh you know what, you just spent some money, so we're gonna increase your rate. You know, I, right. I, I, but, I feel like data miners would have already found that though, right? Probably. It might just be, it's like holding down and B to catch him more effectively. It's, it's just that confirmation bias. Yeah. Or maybe I just, I end up spend, you know, playing the game more when I spend the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for, uh, for coming on the show, for talking Pokemon. Uh, Thanks for having me. us. Uh, thank you to anyone who's watching. Uh, we had a lot of uh, viewers earlier. Uh, it, you know, it goes up and down. It, it's a live stream. It is what it is. Um, before we get going, uh, I want to uh, ask you guys what uh, your guys' social media is and where can we find you? What do you guys got coming up? I know it's quarantine, so probably not that much, but, you know, uh, let me know. Justin, uh, what's your social media? Where can we find you? Sure thing. So uh, right now you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Holy Euphoria. Uh, if you go and look at my page, uh, it's basically from the perspective of my Pokemon and Go in-game avatar. Uh, I go over a lot of my catches. Uh, I've been going over a lot of different Pokemon news. I, I try to be up on it as much as possible. Uh, I'll be honest with you, the last few weeks I've been studying for this exam. So uh, content's been a little bit uh, slim, but it's going to go back up. And the next thing I'm going to be working on is uh, Pokemon 3 for Pokemon Go uh, with competitive gameplay and PvP. So you'll be seeing a lot more videos. Uh, I'm seeing a lot more of my face right now. It's just it's all the Pokemon Go content. So uh, yeah, if you're looking for some fun uh, Pokemon Go content and you want to learn uh, you know, how you can be better in your Great League, Ultra League, or Master League, uh, go ahead and give me a follow at Holy Euphoria on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Garrett, a.k.a. Il Nege. Uh, <laughs> I just want to keep saying that just so I can finally learn how to say it. Uh, you got it. You got it. Il, il, il Nage. Nage. Il Nage. Il Nage. the science guy. Yeah. <laughs> is Nage. What's your social media? You got a bunch. Uh, I know you got a lot going on. Uh, and I love seeing it. So tell me, tell me what's sure. up. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is where I'm most active. Uh, Twitter is YT for YouTube. Instagram is Ill underscore Nej underscore YouTube. All the plain versions of confusing. It's on Instagram, but it's has YouTube in it. I it's it's just how I differentiate myself from the other Ill Nej accounts. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Let's see. Uh. Next up, I got more music stuff coming out. Uh, My next rock that Pokemon is going to be for Greninja, and then, and then after that, I'm gonna try. I'm trying to introduce a couple other stuff things to my YouTube channel to fill in the gaps between like Pokemon uploads. But um, yeah, so Greninja is the next one coming up. I should have that one done shortly. Um, other than that, uh, that's, that's, that's the main thing. I don't know. You're, uh, you're, if, if you want to find me, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, what's your, what's your YouTube? Uh, it's Ilnej, but if you just search the phrase rock that Pokemon, you'll find me. Okay. 
and what were you going to say before I interrupted you? And then I think that was it, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, you also you also have a TikTok, right? I do. Uh, that's where I put up clips. I'll, I'll usually uh, put up clips from my songs I put up over, you know, footage from the anime or sometimes just footage from my own videos. Yeah. That's uh, all limited. Right? So everyone get on that before uh, that gets banned. Right. <laughs> Gotta go uh, it I, I heard I heard it's not getting banned. They were talking about it because um, Trump, Trump said he was going to ban TikTok today. And news is that they he can't. Like, like I don't, yeah, I don't, like I don't, day. that's not, there's so many processes to, like, yeah, and also it like, sets a bad precedent, like, oh, so if Zuckerberg doesn't, doesn't play ball with Trump, then Trump would ban Facebook, like, it sets a bad precedent, we can't, I mean, that yeah, that's what would happen, <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, but, uh, uh, what was I, what was I, uh, saying, uh, I don't know. Anyway, I'm looking forward to the Greninja. I like Greninja. I like that he was in Detective Pikachu. They were all pretty Hell badass. Yeah. Um, right. Detective Pikachu. And I love playing as him in Smash. Right. You oh, know? yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, wasn't it being aligned with China? It was, they say it has to do with China, but Microsoft or Apple is looking into buying TikTok. Uh, mm -hmm. So... Mr. Plow in the comments, Paul Lau. Also, I guess it's something, um, iOS 14 has a new feature where it can tell you when an app is looking at your clipboard. And I guess TikTok was looking at people's clipboards, so they oh. could be collecting what you're copy pasting. Oh, yeah. I, I just copy paste all my, uh, all my Diglett pics. You know what I'm saying? Really? <laughs> 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 uh, big Diglett pics, hey. D Diglett pics, I, 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 yeah. Okay. I was. I, I, you're a low. You're a low and diglet with with long blonde hair. <laughs> oh no. Uh yeah. Um. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Uh, it was sure. awesome talking Pokemon with you. It was awesome breaking down like what we would do as gym leaders. Uh, mm -hmm. I thought that was really cool. Uh, you guys are both on your own Pokemon journeys, uh, which is awesome. Um, and it, I'm really lucky to to have you. Uh. Paul is, I think, making fun of me or making fun of Diglets. He says small uh, brown, small brown, and has a red spot on it. Uh, that's Diglett. Yeah, I gotta get that yeah. checked out. Is that is that a nose? Is it's that his him? little nose. Yeah. Oh. Um. So uh, thank you, audience, for watching. Uh, if you guys love this episode, please click follow. That helps us out. If you kind of like this episode, click follow. Help us out. If you didn't like this episode, I don't know why you're still here. Uh, but click follow and uh, perhaps it'll get better next time, I guess. I guess that would be the, the hope if you didn't like this episode. But uh, we'll have way more Diglett picks next time. Yeah. We'll yeah. Have Diglett picks. Yeah. The Diglett picks. Yeah. Uh, that's what people are here for, right? Uh, am I right? Mm -hmm. Am I right? Uh, that's what I came here for. Wait, yeah. I'm still waiting. I'm just imagining <laughs> that picture of Grant Gustin, like, you know, doing the selfie in front of the gravestone yeah. and then somebody photoshops a Diglett onto it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you guys so much for uh, for watching. This episode will be released as a podcast as well. Uh, we do our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, but we keep everybody informed on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, you've probably seen our social media by watching this Twitch. There's uh, all those icons. So we're all over the place. So please feel free. Uh, the Keeg Live is every Saturday at um, 
Every Saturday at uh, 3 p.m. Pacific, we go over a new geek topic of uh, uh, each week. Next week, we're going over Doom Patrol, because Doom Patrol ends, I think, this week, the final episode of Season 2. So we're going over Doom Patrol uh, next week. Uh, that's something to look forward to. We also have uh, a Stargirl episode and uh, Umbrella Academy and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes coming out. So uh, we're going to be talking about a different geek topic every single week. We also have the Keeg back on Friday nights where we kick back, relax, shoot the shit, play some games. Uh, that's Friday nights at 9 p.m. And then we also have Instagram Live interviews on Monday and Wednesday night on Instagram Live uh, at 9 p.m. Pacific. So uh, we got a lot of content uh, and even more shows that we're trying to expand to. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Garrett, so much for being on the show. I appreciate having you. Um, once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been The Keeg Live. Take care. Super strong or super fast Gotta beat the bar